Are you a brew head? I'm a brew head. Are you a brew head? I'm a brew head. Y'all a brew heads? Yeah, we brew heads. So pour a glass of craft beer. We can do this. Yeah. What's good, y'all? This is C Certified Brewhead, and welcome to episode 67 of Beer and Episode Podcast. <laughs> if you couldn't tell, we're here in Los Angeles, California, with two of my favorite humans in beer, Tio oh. Hunter, Benny Ashburn from Dope and Day. Thank you for joining beer. us, guys. Thank you for having us. What's going oh, on? Pleasure. Beer and other shit. Beer yeah. and other shit. I never hear that enough. I never hear that enough. Beer no. and other shit. Just it was beer like, and other shit. <laughs> no. Other shit. That's a really great name. Talk about Super other shit. Like it's a really good. Thank you. Uh, like I, that's a good name. I'm glad we you like it. Because brands did it, but we enjoyed it. Yeah, that's why we like BOS because yeah. the brands were feeling the cussing. Uh, well, the brands are breweries. When so it got wait, what is what is the other shit? Like just yeah, talk like, about other shit. It was my shit. Tumblr. So I started the thing when we do the like the beer photos, like you know, you review the beer and mm-hmm. take the photo. And uh, I was doing it. It was like you had to do three sixty five beers in a year. I don't think mm-hmm. I ever told you that. You had to do three sixty five beers in a year. And part of it to prove it, to take a picture with a, a can bottle or label pint glass to prove you drank it. So it was like I put it on Facebook, and I was like, I should put it somewhere else. So I had a, a Tumblr, just like yeah. just one like, Tumblr. Tumblr. Oh my god, right. yeah. Yeah. This, this is yeah. thing. Yeah, but this is two thousand. Still a thing. People yeah. still, people love Tumblr. 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 It was literally that was it. The other shit is everything else I post on Instagram, and then I got beer and other shit dot tumble, and I got the URL, the domain, and then as it got on, yeah, we just started. I asked my friend Scott to do to co-host the podcast with me because he was doing the blog thing, but he doesn't like all the social stuff, so he gave up sooner than I did. I'm still going with the bullshit, and uh, anyway, that I just got it, and then we when we decided the podcast in April 2015. And uh, it was literally, we were saying cunt. We were just like over the whoa, top. Whoa, 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 whoa. Did you even drop that C word? Like it's oh, just well, like. You were saying it in like, the other like, podcast. Like Halloween candy, man. You just said it in the other podcast. I, I, just, I, I, did, I, I heard what he that. said, but I, I just like, didn't. I mean, I didn't see that footage. Yeah. Oh, that's a thing. Sorry, He's dropping. I, 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 I didn't even say yeah. it in any other podcast, but I just know you don't care. So I was like, whatever. But yeah, it was like a thing. They were like, beep. They were like, bleep. Oh, I'm going to bleep that out. I heard it, but I was like, I don't. He didn't say that. He didn't say that. He didn't say that. I wouldn't say it again. Isn't that crazy how that word has gotten to be like the like mother crown jewel of like all like oh yeah. But it's not even really a cuss cuss word. It's just a yeah. Well, in Australia, the UK, it's not. But yeah, we use oh, it casually. So you use it casually. It's kind of cunt. We can't say it. Yeah, so they use it casually. Like, that's Interesting. it. Fucking what cunt? Like, it's like, it's the yeah, thing. Yeah, but it's weird. like, I know oh, it's right. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, it's so, so, yeah. so I introduced him to Paul, the, the, the designer of yeah, the Dope and Dang yes. logo. Yeah. I, I'm still, I'm still, I don't know if that was a good idea. I remember it. No, well, well, because, because, well, because yeah, he's from much. Melbourne. Am I saying it right? Melbourne. Melbourne. Wow, he knew it. <laughs> and he and uh, Paul was from Sydney. Yeah. And it was like Bloods and Crips, like bam, like <laughs> immediately. <laughs> I was like, I like because the first thing he said, he was like, he better not be from Sydney. And I'm like, where are you from, Paul? He's like, yeah, I'm from Sydney. And he's like, oh, you fucking yeah. Dude. I was like. I, I don't remember. Any no, you guys are really cross. Like this yeah, is like pretty... workout place I go to, and the whole oh my god, it's called uh, what uh, training mate. And the whole class, all yeah. they do is talk, curse, kind. Are they Australian? Gay jo- yeah, it's all run by Australians. Yeah. Like, it's the super women men. All, oh, everyone. The yeah, men so are like... Terrible. Fuck you, fuck you, yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. 
I want to apologize for my people. Yeah. Like, that's why I moved very, very, very far. Like, if you put a, like, a, a pin through the globe, it's I couldn't have moved further. It's like literally the opposite yeah. side. So, well, yeah. well, well sp- speaking of people, I think this is probably a really good thing to point out right now. Yes. We are two dynamic craft beer brands, lifestyle uh, reviewers. Um, you know, there's so many lanes that we kind of fit in right now. Yeah. You are the only bearded white man in the room. For once. Hey. How nice is it? Isn't it great? What's it like? How do you feel? How do you feel? Like it? Do you like the culture? White, like Australia is the whitest place ever, and it's like yes. fascinating. I grew up with hip hop culture, but no one there understood it. Right. So to come over here and I see it everywhere and hear it everywhere. And then since we've been together, I've been introduced to Jamaican culture and stuff, and I didn't know there was all this food and like stuff I didn't know existed. And isn't that so much more interesting? Well, yeah. well, well, in celebration of that, um, I forgot. I think... Sorry to even say the tiff is here as well. I just sort of go. Oh, hey, yes. Yeah, thanks. I wasn't too. So, thanks so, so, a lot. Yeah, sorry, guys. So, so let's be clear. Yeah, yeah, I apologize. Th- th- yeah. This is the push. Yeah. I, I mean, th- these I, are the I think, real bosses. Yeah, yo, I, I think, and I, I mention it all the time. Like, you know, we're, you know, the name of our our, our platform is Dope and Dank. Yes. But I kind of represent the Dank. She absolutely represents the Dope. Absolutely. Positively. No doubt. Represent. Let me let me look at the chains. Look at the shirt. Look at the style. You kidding me? I'm gonna even do this. Look at my. Yo, you did it to do that. Kuji Puma sneakers. Oh. 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 Get on her level. CG that in post. You can't you can't get on that level. Put these back on. Yeah. (laughs) So um. But but again, you know, a lot of people that are familiar with our brand um. Or that you know, like us both as a team know that like I am the drinker. You know, I am the craft beer enthusiast. I am the seller person. I will dive into this, but there, there there's something else to our team. I think you know, which is the push, which yes. is the the process. We're and pushers. Yeah, yeah. I mean, pushers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, oh, yes, I know, the are. pushers. Uh-uh. Dope shit. Yeah. Uh oh. Um, but but with that said, you know that's very much, and, and we see the same in you. Uh, yes. You know, I think the way you guys work is awesome. Seeing you guys for the past week, you know, two weeks or so, it's been really cool to watch. I see where I can improve, um, and and I definitely see how you know you've been so successful. Um, over the past few years. So. Thank you, man. And it's really cool to finally meet. We've like, yeah, been talking yeah. forever. It's been forever. So I can't think of a, like... a better way to celebrate than with... Some beer. Some beer. Tell them about Some the beers. Beer. Man, well, well, I'll tell them about the beer that Please. we're breaking out for you, uh, which is Monkish Vocabulary Spills. Vocabulary. Um, a, a brewery that's very uh, important in my mind uh, to our brand, to everything that we've done, because I truly think... They exemplify dope and dank. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a brewery that emphasizes hip hop and everything that they do. You go into their brewery, um, you know, you, you look at their beer, and you know they dive into hip hop culture. Yeah. And and I think it's beautiful um, that they don't they don't fake it. You nope. know, they're not just doing hip hop labels and hip hop uh, just for the sake of doing it yeah. or for the sales, but they're doing it because that's intrinsically who they are look that word up kids intrinsic from within <laughs> yeah. um it's it, it's who they are oh, and 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 i respect and i appreciate it and i celebrate it so oh, yeah. henry adriana eric uh, the whole crew there uh, cheers and cheers. and uh that's what we crack and we bring uh so so tell us about what you have 
brought us, my friends. Yeah, so y'all, if you have listened to this podcast or watched any of our videos, you know that we are most certainly glued to the dick of this brewery. Uh, Bellwoods <laughs> is the monkey shoe of Canada. Um, Shaft, Luke, God, Ashley, y'all are the best. Um, these guys make, these guys are the pioneers, I would say, of at least on the East Coast of all the hazy beer. Um, we, I used to live up the street from them in Toronto in 2012 when they opened. I always thought, oh, they're cool. And then earlier this year, these blokes, these French dudes actually in Quebec were telling me about, like, I was talking about, there's no hazy stuff here. And they, they have a pale ale. The other can, I got you, Jutsu. Right. They're like, yo, Jutsu's the haziest pale ale, like, in Canada, right? Yeah. I was like, what? So we went back to Toronto and we tried it and, like, I changed my life. So since February nice. this year, I've been, like, all up on them. And this is their uh, 9% Imperial Double Pale Ale. Um, uh, in, uh, sorry, Imperial IPA, uh, which, uh, which I just started canning. Yeah. It's your fave, uh, which is why I want to get you this one. Bam! Um, and it's a little bit on the side, juicy, it's ballsy, it's fantastic. Yeah. Let's go ahead and crack these bad boys Let's open, y'all. Do you know all Man. my friends in Canada were like, yo, like... Oh, you have to flick that. Scott showed me that. I used to tap on the top of it. Yeah, Scott because that's... Like, yeah, you can smack it in the ass, but... Ooh. I'm a... I'm a <laughs> oh, look at... They're, 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 they're like... Ooh. <laughs> Yeah. Smack it all in there. Yeah. Smack oh, no. it. Smack it, flip it, and rub it down. That's not going on the video. No. Oh, yeah. Like, even to me, I <laughs> you do the, He does the same thing I do. Ooh, shit. Oh, do I smell oh, here? It smells like That's freaking crazy. Oh, that does smell really Oh, my God. So, Benny, you really are good. not specifically a large uh, beard. There you go, though. Benny. That's for you. <laughs> no. Can you even turn this glass? I know. I'm sure, I'm sure, I'm sure. I mean, I could. I mean, nothing better than drinking out of your own brand. There you go. Yeah. So so I'm just look just at looking at it because we do talk about beer and Mm -hmm. I'd have to say more than like juice. This looks more like uh, unfiltered IPA. Correct. Is that what they're calling this? Uh, I don't know if they'd actually specifically call it an unfiltered IPA. Smells amazing. Yeah, that smells really good. Oh my god. Like the fact that oh, this is like that. <laughs> I thought you'd like it. Oh. Really good. And you're not a huge beer drinker, right? I'm not, but I do like a good easy. Yeah. There you go. That's the really the only beer that I drink. That you like? That I like. So you're drinking the oh best beer. Yes. 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 Oh my god. Yes. 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 Wow. Yeah. Wow. Bam. Yeah. Yes. Oh, it's just Fuck yes. This is beautiful. And this is nice. 9% too? Yeah. Well, this does not balanced. taste like 9% at all. Not, eh? This is 9-1. This does not taste bad. Yeah. This is 9-1. Wow. Yeah. This, this, yeah. Isn't it disgusting? It makes me Look angry. at that. I can't see through. It's so beautiful. Isn't it? Like, see? Oh, Stop want, want to see. <laughs> like, All my boys at home were just like, oh, get me some monkish. I'm like, bro, it just doesn't work like that. It does yeah. not work like that. It does not work like that. It does not work like, like, like that. Like, I got this. I mean, you laced me. I've been in, in yeah. the city for 30 minutes. And got down to that craft beer cellars. It was called craft yes. beer cellars. Yeah. yeah. And then bam, like straight away, like indie and, and, and monkish and people were like, my friends were losing their minds. Like yeah. it just doesn't happen. And oh, then we had there last night. I was, I overdid it. Unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't well, know much. You have documentation of that, yes. which yeah. is even better. It was dangerous, but this stuff is so real. So, um, all right. So go on, please. Yeah, no. Well, what I was going to say, and um, I think this might be an interesting exercise. Just kind of came up because uh, the ladies don't get the spotlight very often. No. Uh, very maybe we let them lead and kind of maybe interview the interviewers a little Ooh. bit, and uh, maybe ask us a few things about uh, I don't know culture, craft beer, diversity. Okay. Yeah, to take there a little bit. <laughs> I just okay. threw it right on them. Like, all right, ladies. Like, Why not? Okay. All right, so we're waiting. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I know, right? Uh, okay, lot. I have a question. 
Because we'll toggle. We'll do yep, this. We'll just go back dance. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, what did you think when you first found out about... Because, wait, have you been with us since Black People Love Beer? Or just... Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. So... What happened the first time you found Black People of Beer? Like, what happened? With, like, did you both discover it together? Who found it first? How did y'all introduce it to each other? I actually know. We were on, um, we were at uh, the patio of Alexandra Platz. Oh, yeah? Um, she and has a good memory. I don't know how. I don't know why. <laughs> you know why? Because I saw the name Black People Love Beer and I was like, this is amazing. <laughs> so <laughs> I actually remember we were sitting with Lena, shout out Lena, drinking um, yes. drinking beers on the patio of Alexander Who happens Platt. to be, just so you know, she happens to be black and she loves beer. So perhaps you saw maybe like two black women with a dude like drinking yeah. beer and you come and you're like, yeah, black people love beer yeah. too uh, or something yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah, I remember, I remember. <laughs> That's yeah, that's 2015. Awesome. And, yeah, and yeah. I remember that, and I was like, oh, like, follow. Like, this is yeah. amazing. And yeah, that, that was super... So you were cruising hashtags, probably. Say again? You were cruising yeah, hashtags. Yeah, maybe you were cruising hashtags when you were doing it. Put it this way. I didn't know what the hell I was doing <laughs> in the beginning. Yeah. I mean, really, it was... I mean, because, you know, just to talk about the origin, I think, a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, Benny and I used to date. So when we were dating initially, she saw my love for craft beer and when okay it was not love it was like a psycho obsession <laughs> like it was like i don't know what we, we were doing so i had a friend in town and him and this guy were talking about beer for two like i sat on the couch i made like you know i made something <laughs> i built something i came back and they're like yeah and the craft beer and the craft beer and i was like yo what like, guys is going on yeah. with this craft beer conversation <laughs> it's been two hours sorry obsession um, but but she instead of like criticizing it and ridiculing it, um, she chose to celebrate it, and yeah. and she was going for a job interview um, or, or the final stages of it in Santa Barbara, and was gracious enough to give me a ticket to this beer festival that was happening the same beach. weekend. Brews on the beach, Santa Barbara. What? Yeah. Um, but you know, if anybody knows Santa Barbara, it's not the most diverse city in the world, right. uh, which I'm sure contributed to the next element of this is when we you know she went on her interview and i went to the beer and uh, the beer festival and i was in like this long line like a disneyland kind of line to get into this festival and i was the only black guy hmm. i was the only black guy and it was just like you know i, I try not to to project um you know the, the feeling of maybe uh feeling out of place mm-hmm. uh, because i think when someone does that then they limit their opportunity to connect with someone that they might you know that people sometimes might give off a, a feeling of and I know you know I, I might have a you know a better knack for doing that you know but that's a real thing you know to be in uh you know in a situation to where you are the only of something and sometimes you feel like damn maybe I don't belong yeah. and um that, not me but the point is is i realized that that might be the case for many people yeah. which is why i was probably the only black guy in line yeah. Yeah. nobody wants to you be know? the only person standing on a line of a thousand white people right yeah. right especially if you're an introvert if you you know don't like striking up communications or maybe don't want to run the risk of someone saying, hey, you're the only black guy here. Mm. And then that might be embarrassing. That might yeah. make them feel mm. some sort of way. So um, that's kind of the extended aspect. Uh, I don't think that I've ever even been able to have that conversation. Yeah. Um, but, you know, Benny, you know, I was telling Benny this, and she was like, yo, you should just start shooting shit. Yeah, I was like, get some intros, get some outros, shoot some content, whatever. 
whatever, great. So pick them up. We go home. We get to the house. I look at the footage. I'm like, all right, let's see. Yeah. What he shot? <laughs> no, 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 no. I remember very specifically because we had stopped on the way before we got back home. Yeah, yeah and we yeah. were just kind of like chilling on the rocks, just watching water right. and, and shit like that. And then we were thinking, like, well, what do we, what do we call this thing? You know? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, black people love craft beer, and you know, she was just like, black people love beer, and I was like, done. Black nice. people love beer. It was originally uh, black people love beer too. It was. Black people love beer now, too. Can yeah. ask about that? Because interesting. Had a, yes, you had a good point about yeah. that. Because you know everyone like. I was thinking about the title of the podcast, and I was like, we have to make it black people love beer. Comma two. Yeah. Because yeah. the obvious. Yeah. This is pre-Black Lives Matter, right? I was just thinking of it from a Black Lives Matter perspective because it caused so much stir, and I was like, oh wow, if it just said two it? at the end of it, maybe it would have been okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, this is 2015. Yeah. I think it was a little before then. Passed away in 2015. So it was around that time, but it wasn't in the same kind of vein of like, it wasn't about the social injustice of black people. It was just like, hey, black people love beer too. Like, you know, in your face. But that's that's the criticism that Black Lives Matter. Probably over 16 characters, though, anyways. It was super fucking hard. It was super fucking hard. But again, the more we thought about it, it was like, fuck two. It was like, fuck that. It was like, no, this is like, I love beer. It's like, I don't feel like. I'm an addition to. I feel like no, this is what I love. I can break this shit down. Nice. You know, I can I can understand it. I can explain it. I can introduce it. Yeah. You know, which is how it was. So I was, you know, we were like, we're gonna just own this shit. Yeah. Just like be clear about it. Yeah. You know, and yeah. and more importantly, you know, we wanted it to be very polarizing. We yeah. wanted it to be something that made you know because nine times out of ten, as soon as they see it or as soon as they hear it, they laugh. They do. It, and and. It's in a good way. It's it's super, yeah, it's kind of like an of course, until specifically in the craft beer industry, you look around. Yeah. And then, and then they realize like, oh, this is meant to be a point. Yeah. Right. And, and then starts a conversation, which is the point. Yeah. We want it to be a conversation. Why? Mm-hmm. You know, what? Why? why is there no black people in here? But you know, I think that also separates us from other people who might want to have this conversation because Tio's a different kind of person, right? Like, somebody will go up to somebody who wears a funny shirt mm. and like, oh, well, it's a funny shirt and everybody laughs, hey, bye. Like, yeah. it's the minute someone acknowledges the shirt, he engages conversation, he talks to them, makes them feel comfortable and now they're drawn into the much larger picture mm-hmm. which is what we've kind of become. Like, what this yeah. is really all about. Right. And I think that's what kind of separates it is it's an it's an open conversation. It starts the conversation, but he absolutely finishes it every single time. And mm-hmm. then they walk away like, "Oh, that's so yeah. dope! I love it." Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think for the most part, a lot of people, especially in California, um, you know, because it, what a lot of people don't understand is that in California, there's only there's less than five percent black people in California. Is there? Yes. Damn. A lot of people don't know it because the concentrations are primarily in Los Angeles and in Oakland. Mm-hmm. But if you look at all the area in Actually, between, I was just in San Diego and I was for sure the only yeah. black person. Yeah. 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 That's what it felt like. But a lot of people don't know it because yeah. of the music industry, because of sports. Yeah. You know, they don't they don't I think about it. Yeah. 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 So, so the first thing that we'll hear a lot of times is, well, white people love beer too. You know, that always happens, and it's like. How do you respond to that? Easy. Well, yes, let's yes. talk about craft beer. Mm-hmm. Like, like, have you ever been to a brewery? And it's like, yeah. And I'm like, 
Well, how many black people do you normally see there? And then they, and then it, then the conversation. And, yeah, and what what percentage people like are cool? I'm like, oh yeah, you got a point. Or what percentage become stubborn assholes and like nobody ever becomes nobody. assholes. I guess it's beer people, right? Or then you, if you got a good point, is yeah. what it is. They're yeah. usually pretty cool. Yep. Huh. That's and great. And we're cool. Yeah. yeah. Like we're That's cool too, people. Right? Yeah. Like it's yeah. different if we were assholes and we're kind of in here like, like you know, in your face like what no, yeah. we're like yeah black people live yeah. there too like let's yeah. have some fun have a beer sit down talk to us right. come yeah. to our events follow us like get yeah. involved like it's not and it's inclusive it's like yeah. everybody it's not like well, well that's yeah. the irony is yeah. that craft beer community is super inclusive Mm-hmm. But when you walk into it, especially yeah. if it's a brewery that's in a brown neighborhood and you don't see any brown people in there, it's kind of like, yeah, what? yeah, yeah, like, like what, like what, something's missing. Yeah, there's something missing, and clearly you guys have not been able to figure it out, or else mm-hmm. we wouldn't have articles out there. Like, why is there no diversity in beer? And why is so there, white? Yeah, 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 so yeah. Awesome. It, yeah. That conversation would be so. It really comes down to the fact of there's just no one having a conversation. Yeah. So let's have a conversation. Like I don't have to have the you're a gentrifier and <laughs> you're white. And you don't want me here. You're a gentrifier. <laughs> you, you know, I, yeah. but but what I can do is ask more questions, and that's yeah. kind of where that's black where people love beer. You know, took <laughs> off. But I think you kind of had a. The other thing about the industry too is when you really think about it, craft beer is what a twenty-two billion dollar industry. So they're not hard up for money. Mm-hmm. So if there are no people of color in the breweries, they're not dying for like, oh, God, we need more people to yeah. be in our brewery to make more money. Like yeah. they're making money. Right. It is thriving. It is growing. A brewery's popping up every day, all day. Yeah. I think so. I don't think breweries are like, oh, I don't want black people in my brewery. I just don't think for them it's something to talk about because they're still making money and people are still showing up. That's a really good point. So it's like where if. It, for them, it's just not an issue. It's yeah. just nothing. It's nothing to talk about. There's no it's one not the, a problem. Yeah, there's no for one the advertising would be like, we need to get to the blocks or something like that. Right, we need like people to be drinking. There's no. There's no. For example, like you know, except Big Beer. Big Beer will talk. No, talk will talk, the yeah. fuck yeah. out of black and Mexican yeah. people. Yeah. Like, and say, yeah, it's just crazy. Keep no, them that drinking makes a, this that shit. makes a lot of sense. Like you don't. Need, it's not like it's something that you're hard pressed for. They're not hard pressed in anyway, so they don't. Have to. No, right. don't. Well, well, because they have a community that already recognizes yeah. them and mm-hmm. will support them and that will travel and, and, and Because it's you a know, loyal community. Yeah, it's a loyal yeah. community. And that's why I think the craft beer community specifically has never even considered reaching out to the communities that they're in, yeah. specifically if it's a culture outside of their own. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and you know, not to say that it's, it's, a, it's a problem, but... My thing is, if you're this inclusive community, include people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, like sometimes to include someone takes an action. It takes, you know, so some pull. You know, it takes someone to sometimes walk across the street with that apple pie that they might not have ever, you know, met. You know, yeah. and that that is apple a generous pie. thing. <laughs> apple pie is a shit. So American. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's so American to say apple pie. No, but that courtesy yeah. of, of doing that, you know, as opposed to just, I'm going to sit here and wait for my people to recognize me and find me. Right. Well, guess what? If you've never been introduced to craft beer, how the fuck is anybody going to recognize you? So what can the breweries do from your perspective to rectify the lack of diversity? And I guess it could be not even regionally, just like across the board. Like, what steps can they take? So people, like, maybe the breweries are listening, and mm-hmm. they're going to be like... They better be listening. Well, to we know we have brewers is, that listen. Oh, so we know. Like yeah. this, so, so like, they're listening, yeah. and they'll be like, all right, 
great point. There aren't enough diversity. How can we fix it? Because that increases the, their market. That increases their market. The share. big question is, do they want to fix it? Very good point. Okay. Yep. Like to my point earlier, the, they yeah, it, there are things they could do, but do they want to? It does require effort. What right. we do is not easy. Mm-hmm. Getting people of color to understand craft beer, to drink craft beer, and and be part of this kind of culture and lifestyle is not easy. No, you know, no. a lot of people are like, are you just pushing alcohol on black people? Like, what are you doing? Right. And it's like, yeah. no, that's not what yeah. we're doing. Because what people don't understand is craft beer is a community. Yes. Like for me, who absolutely wasn't into craft beer until the obsession, <laughs> and <laughs> got into it and understood it, I was like, dude, I don't get it. What is the big deal? Like, I'm not even a big wine person, but I yeah. know that there's a culture for people who love wine, who love beer, who love whatever. And he took me to a brewery. I think it w- we went to um, Stone was the first time for me that I was like, what the oh, yeah, fuck sure is yeah. this? Yeah. It's like birds and chirping. <laughs> There's like trees and kids playing in the yard with their toys and their nannies and the kids and their parents <laughs> over here. By the way, if you don't have the by nannies, the pond and the lake with beer. the swans <laughs> and the whatever. And I'm like, this is a brewery? I'm like, yeah. what? But where are the black people? Yeah. Why do why do we not have black people and their families mm-hmm. with their kids and their nannies? We have nannies too mm-hmm. yeah. that are here hanging out and yeah. socializing and getting to know each other. Mm-hmm. And I think for me that was when I was like, all right, we, we are not being this this way to drink, this mm-hmm. new way to consume alcohol that include that is inclusive of family mm-hmm. and of community is something that we know nothing about on this 20,000 acre plots of land that these breweries exist we are nowhere to be found right i mean but but, but let's let's be honest here we 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 did not create dope and dank to like save all black people absolutely not. you know we all mexican people all people that are drinking shit products because the fact is you have white people that drink just the shit products yeah. Um, you have, you know, all races that will celebrate and embrace something that they've been marketed to. Mm-hmm. But in America, I can very much identify and there's research to, to prove this and to, 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 you know, that you can go back and check on this, that we have been targeted yeah. to drink the worst and to, and to be locked into a paradigm of only being a consumer, to send your money out of your Community. neighborhoods and out of your communities, mm-hmm. to not celebrate manufacturing. I mean, again, when you've been stuck into a paradigm of consumerism and only buying and sending your money out, regardless of the fact that you might be a people that have the most spending power in a particular area, there's a problem there. Mm-hmm. And, and for a community like Kraft, Craft beer to community to, to ignore that and to act like that's not the case, I think is a problem. Yeah. And and it's not a problem that I'm trying to say, I'm going to sit up here and I'm going to stick it in your face. <laughs> but what we do is dope and dank is say, yo, we can come up with a solve. Let's yeah. talk. Let's figure it out. Yeah. Let, let's figure out if I'm in Inglewood, you know, what do I need to do to recognize that this is a brewery? that celebrates me as well, as opposed to just celebrating the people that are migrating and, and beginning to populate this area. You know, and, and, that's, and that's where I think the gentrification conversation starts to come in. What are you doing to celebrate and embrace the culture that is where you are parking Surrounding, yeah. because of its cheap, you know, uh, it, yeah, or, or it's cheap, uh, rental, uh, not leasing, you know, mm-hmm. whatever the case might be. So, yeah. 
Um, you know, to answer your question, I think a lot of it is in, um, you know, there are a couple of breweries that I think have done a really good job, uh, Indy and uh, Dry River, uh, which are in Boyle Heights, which Mexican has, right? yes, well, they, they have a Mexican community. Shout that out, is, yeah, shout yeah, out, yeah, shout out Boyle Heights. Um, you know, th this is a community that has been like, fuck anyone that yeah. tries to come in here and uproot us and yeah. uproot Tell this culture. Tell him about the town, the town hall meeting. Oh, man. So he went um, to this. So Naga, they had a town hall meeting um, to talk about Naga opening Dry River in mm -hmm. Boyle Heights. Right. So Tia went to one of the sessions. Tell him some of the stuff yeah. that people were saying. Yeah, so, so I went to the last, the last hearing. Um, hearing, cause, right. Because, you know, for, if you go into any brewery and the community has... The community should have a say. You know, I'm not sure how many people have exercised this, mm -hmm. but that's why I give the the community of Boyle Heights so much props because they exercise it every time. Right. Anybody moves in their community, and I'm talking about everybody from the the OG gangster to the old grandma. <laughs> yes. They show the fuck up, yeah. and I, I I commend them all day for that. Um, but with that said. Um, I went to the, because I wanted to see what, what the vibe was like in terms of this city fighting to have this brewery not be in their city, knowing what craft beer is. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, I went in this hearing and I'm thinking it was going to be like this Cesar Chavez is, you know. Yeah. He's like, what? <laughs> Battery dying at the, at the sweet spot. Oh, no, it's not dying. It's, it's the video stuff. Yeah. Um, but but you know my, I'm thinking it's going to be some Cesar Chavez, some you know some amazing um, you know civil rights leader, you know there you know leading the charge, and it wasn't. Right. There, there was like one white woman, <laughs> like Aaron Brockovich style, okay. who <laughs> was bilingual and was like communicating. She was repping for the community. Yeah, she was repping for the community. Yeah. And I was like, ooh, I'm like, this is interesting. Mm -hmm. Like I did not expect to see this. Right. And um, you know, I was I was listening to how she would um, translate and she would translate and she was translating clearly for a group of people. And I was like, oh my God, I was looking. And then, I'm, and then on the other side of the fence, I'm looking at all these brewers together, all white. Mm -hmm. You know, and I'm thinking about how this looks. I'm like, she has to look like the Tom Cruise of saving the people of color from the other evil whites. Right. And, and, you know, and I was just sitting there. Yeah. Did Tom Cruise save? Well, uh, uh, well, uh, sure with right. Last Samurai. I was going to definitely go with you on that. I feel like Tom Cruise yeah. has tried yeah. to save black people Last somewhere. Samurai. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, 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 I think Matt Damon tried to save China, didn't he? Like the Great Wall, I think. Was that like the okay. boy? Yeah, like a little boy. That's a terrible movie reference. Oh, the last Samurai joke. The Samurai one. Yeah. Yeah, that was Tom Cruise. At any rate. At any rate. Yeah. At any rate, IPA. Let's get ready, Kip. Yeah, so I just thought it was it was interesting because when the older women would come up, and they would talk, and they would have this woman or someone else uh, translate for them. They were equating craft beer to crack, um, to Sagan. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> to, to crack cocaine, um, to uh, death. Um, I mean, it was like the most extreme. And I'm like, oh my god! And and it was crazy because I would see the white brewers. They were getting upset, like it's not crack, you know. They were, they were getting upset and angry. Yeah. And then I was looking at this per at this yeah. at this this clashing as someone of color, as someone who fights for their neighborhood and fights for craft beer. And I'm like, these people couldn't be farther apart. Right. Mm -hmm. Like there's no one 
that looks like the community that's championing yeah. for this community centric, you know, thing to happen in their neighborhood. You know, you have Mexican black, you have all communities that celebrate and love beer, but how often is beer being made in these communities? Hmm. You know, so that, that was, it was just a really stark contrast. But I want to stop talking and let you guys talk for a minute because we have some questions for you. And I think you're getting to this. Um, yeah. In terms of the oh, shift from black people. <laughs> from, from I know. But thanks for rolling sure. with me. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, I do. I'm curious of what you guys thought yeah. for the transition of black people love beer to dope and dank. Oh, well, I was going to ask you why you transitioned from black people. Well, why? What? Well, then that makes the question even that much more relevant. Yeah, I kind of. I think I. Do, I don't remember the specific point when, like, all of a sudden, I just remember seeing, oh, like, is Tio now it's dope and dank? Okay, cool. Like, I felt like maybe it was a little more. Um, you're more turning it in like we're like social media marketing people so we understand marketing so that maybe they're branding it differently mm-hmm. and they're moving into other things that might be difficult to brand black people love beer which mm-hmm. based on as we've seen what happened with black lives matter some people fucking panties in a twist about something because mm-hmm. they just don't understand it so perhaps it's a lot clearly it's a lot less serious than lights as beer but uh, I thought maybe that was it. Mm-hmm. Maybe you got a little bit too much pushback, and maybe it was too. Even though you, when you said mm-hmm. you, they speak to you guys, it wasn't aggressive, or you like embrace anyone who even like, hey, what's up with that? And then you turn them into a fan because that's how you guys are. I think that's it was definitely was marketing. My marketing. My thought was marketing. It's definitely I mean, having something yeah. as aggressive as black people love beer seemed like too uh, too pol. You mentioned that it could be polarizing, and I yeah. thought like maybe it'll um, it's not inclusive enough, and yeah. then. I, unfortunately, like, yeah, if you have something like we've had friends who have had cafes called Hip Hop Cafe and they've plummeted events that have like hip hop in the title just plummet. They just mm. don't right. get the love and shine right. or the revenue and it's, that it's, they need. It's hard to get investors because it's like you put yourself in such a small lane. Right. So my assumption was like, okay, you want to open it up a little bit to make it like, okay, we don't just mean black people. Like, hey, like Mexicans, we know you love beer too or something like that. Was my yeah. assumption was that like you were trying not to. Like di- proactively diversify beer, and then maybe that yeah. was just easier to branch off into a brand. Does that yeah. sound about well, And well, I would well. be curious to know how brands would respond to something like that. You know, like it might be too. It'd have to be really forward thinking. Yeah. To ed- and you know you might be harder to get sponsorships and all that type of thing. I mean, even yeah. though the Dope and Dank stuff, though, so I suggested to you. I thought you were in the shirt, but like the Joe Dope and Dank shirt, when we've been wearing them to festivals, mm-hmm. like well, I get so summer, much love for the Dope yo, and Dank shirt. Crazy. <laughs> yeah. Everybody always, oh, yeah. Dope and Dank. This is in Canada, and we're just like, yeah, like yeah. yeah. It's really <laughs> I don't really get to speak to them because it's usually like a walk past type of thing, right. like everyone just cheersing. But yeah. like the love you get from seeing that, even though I thought like because of the word dope. Mm-hmm. Both of those words, you know, suggest weed. I guess people in Canada, they're pretty cool. But either way, I thought there'd be a bit more, like, pushback on... I thought people would be like, do they need marijuana? Yeah, but I feel like because <laughs> of the hop. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like... But you have a big hop there The hop well, is pretty right? clear. So. People know what's up, and they, yeah. they see that, and they respond to that. And I thought that was super cool, because we've now seen it wearing the brand mm-hmm. in another country, in beer environments. And it's always, I think it was like, what, like I think we counted like six times someone. That was in people. Michigan. In Michigan. Like six there people stopped me in Michigan. Being really? Like, oh At gosh, the big oh Michigan Beer Festival? Yeah. Because yeah. we didn't yeah. want to all rock it. Did they know what Dope and Dank was? Nope. Well, I just told them. Well, yeah. Oh, well, they, 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 nobody like knew. It was yeah. just like, Some oh, people yeah. walked past yeah. and it would be a quick thing. Or sometimes I think you had convos, right? Yeah. And I was just, she gave me your Instagram account. But yeah. 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 Um, yeah. So it's always been like really positive, like the response. Yeah. To that brand. It's like, it stands out. The logo is great. Shout outs to the Aussie bloke. 
<laughs> Sydney piece of shit. <laughs> um, oh, no. Let's not go there. But why did you? Yeah. yeah like, that was, was our assumption. That was but we never asked well, well, to, why well did you? to be clear, black people love beer still rocking. I mean, yes. Yeah. Still, still rocking. Yeah. I mean, that, 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 is, that is a movement. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Dope and Dank um, was definitely uh, meant to be more overarching. Okay. Um, because we realized that there was a cultural element. Mm-hmm. that still needed curating as well. And clearly, uh, there are people that are not black that love hip-hop. Yeah. That rap. Mm-hmm. And um, when I would go in can release lines, um, being the only, you know, one or two or three black people in there, we weren't the ones playing hip-hop. Right. You know, we yeah. weren't the ones with the little beach pill or whatever. <laughs> so it was always like the Mexican dude, the yeah. white dude. Yeah. I mean, that dude, I mean, dudes would be kicking it just Folding yeah. chairs, yeah. freaking boombox, playing freaking old Nas, Jay Z, yeah. yeah. Kendrick, banging it. And I'm like, I'm like, there is something more important that I think that you know we 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 should really align ourselves with, which is making sure that we curate that experience as well. Right. Yeah. So the Black People Love Beer movement is still alive and strong, mm-hmm. and, right. and we we champion that like yeah. furiously because we do feel like that's still a huge you know there's a huge disparity in you know black people being involved in craft beer and making beer and whatnot but dope and dank just felt good you okay. know it just it sounds good it feels good um and the, and the definition of it is everything that is culturally um you know dope you know, everything that embodies, you know, because when someone says that's dope, you know, you have an idea of what they're into, mm-hmm. how yeah. open they yeah. are, if, yeah. they, if they get something, if you know, about what window they were kind of born and where they grew up <laughs> yeah. and what they, what they love. Yeah, that's true. And, and, yeah. and it, it, immediately, yeah. immediately, you know, an old white guy could be like, that's dope. And the yeah. way he says it, Ooh, yeah, you'd yeah. be like, where are you from? <laughs> what part of Australia are you, are you And everybody yeah. ends up saying that's dope. Like when we yeah. explain yeah. it, they're like, oh, that's dope. Yeah. It's like, yeah. you're like, exactly dope. And yeah. Dang. Right. So yeah. it just kind of, how did the name just kind of flows. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, like marketers that you are, I think on our 10th, like write up about what it is we're doing, what we stand for, what this thing is about. You know, we're like, all right. So you've written this like 20 times. Mm-hmm. These words make sense. These sentences make sense. This is okay. This is our mission. This is what we're going to do. And then finally, like, I think one day Tia was like, I think I got it, yo. I got it. Like, I got it. He's like, dope and dang. And I was like, yes. Nice. And okay. it took so long, so long to get there because it has to be something that speaks to our truth. Uh, what we want people to feel when they hear about what we're doing. Mm-hmm. Like, what will people want to get behind? Yeah. And then from my perspective, what's going to make some money? Like, yeah. what can we yeah. do as a brand in mm-hmm. a business that can extend way beyond even just beer? Because yeah. when you think about Dope and Dank, yes, immediately people think about weed, whatever. Yeah. Once you figure out what it is, you get the beer. But take everything away from it. it dope and Dank is something a lot of people can just get behind. Mm-hmm. I want to wear a Dope and Dank shirt. I want to go to a Dope and Dank event. I want to do whatever. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. and again... Most people of color don't necessarily drink beer. They don't necessarily drink craft beer specifically. So Mm -hmm. we have to come up with something, and this kind of segues into how our event started, that we know no matter what's happening, you will show up. Yeah. 
you will show up to a Dopening event. You might not know there's beers there or anything like that, but you'll show up because it feels like something that you would just Fuck with. Let's yeah. just be honest. Like yeah. I fuck with Dope and Dang. I'm just gonna go whatever that is. Mm. It sounds great. Maybe there's weed. We get, I get lucky. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> you know it's it's Cali. Whatever. Like, whatever. Yeah. Um. And I think that helped us kind of formulate what, how we treated our events and how mm. we started engaging with people yeah. and segued into okay. We know we want to reach more people of color. Mm-hmm. When I tell my friends, hey, let's go, let's go meet a beer. No, I don't drink beer. I'm like, okay, cool, 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 cool. How do I get you to a place mm-hmm. where you're going to try something you've never tried before? Right. Yeah. Change is also a big thing in, in terms of diverse uh, cultures and crowds. We don't like change. Yeah. We like what we like. Right. My grandfather drinks this. My mother has been drinking, you know, Smirnoff since the, the fucking <laughs> dawn of time. You know, it's yeah. just, it's, I stick with what I, I don't like anything else. Get away from me. I don't want it. Yeah. So, like, okay. So, for our events, we're like, we have to come up with events that we know places that people will go. So we can't do them at breweries because no one will go to a brewery if they don't drink beer. So right. we started uh, pairing our events in culturally relevant locations yeah. like sneaker shops or hat shops mm-hmm. or barber shops mm-hmm. or anything that we know is culturally relevant to the people that we're trying to target. And right. then we create proper breweries inside those spaces mm-hmm. so that people come, they hang out, they have a good time. Oh, this one, try, oh, taste, oh, this is oh, just beer, just no big deal. Oh my God, what the fuck is this? Oh yeah, let me yeah. do it. And then it, it's a conversion. That's the how we convert. Yeah, children, conversion. Boy. Every time they yeah. Every juice. time they hate. They don't know. People like, don't believe it's beer. They're yeah. like, this is yeah. beer? This, I'm like, it's not Corona. It's yeah. not it's fucking Heineken. This yeah. is actually beer. beer yeah. be. And that's what I love because once you drink it, like, that's the one thing, right? It's getting them in the door, getting mm. them to play. So I love what you guys are doing it because you're putting them, I guess, an element they're more familiar with mm-hmm. and then introducing them to this product, yeah. which is kind of like, that's what, like, experiential marketing technically kind of does mm. that same thing, right? And, like, I think once you drink it, there's no denying it. Right. That's what we always say. Like, once you, if you drink coffee and you have Folgers coffee all your life and somebody introduces you to craft coffee, like good coffee, right. well made with roasted beans, you can't deny <laughs> that that's good. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> well roasted beans, you can't <laughs> deny that that's it's good. Right. And I love that because yeah. then you're, that's the conversion. I think that's so cool. Actually, I have a really good question <laughs> yeah. for you. Um, <laughs> and, and this is something that Benny and I discuss often. And we kind of touched upon it um, a few days ago, which is, the championing of breweries mm-hmm. that may not even acknowledge that you have an influence on either a new demographic, new consumers. Like, like how do you as a brand, because you guys have been around for much longer than we have, or, or a little while longer than we have, mm-hmm. how have you dealt with that? And, and how have you dealt with that uh, potential adversity or just that position of of you, what, what you all are compelling people to do with your influence. So when you're saying the brand, you mean maybe the breweries don't, they see the value in what we're doing? Yeah, I'm, I'm just curious what, I mean, because yeah. clearly you guys, mm-hmm. you take, you know, you're, you're hip hop. Yep. You, you are, you know, that is your theme. So I think that's where we share some synergy. Yeah, that's the um, common thing. Like, 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 do you feel that, um, that you get the respect or do you feel that that you get the same amount of appreciation that someone that may not be aligned with a specific culture would? Hmm. That's a really good question. Yeah. I don't think I'm just looking at me now. <laughs> I was just like, I'm very curious. How do you feel? Or do you get fucking ignored? No, <laughs> people are just like, <laughs> I'll tell you, man. Um, I feel like it's it's. Uh, at first, absolutely zero respect. Mm. I'm not a Cicerone, we're not DJCP, we're not yep. educated. And we came into the game, though, 
like, look at the name. It's beer and other shit. It's like, clearly we don't take this seriously yeah. in any shape or form, right? And like I was telling y'all, I can't remember if I said it on the podcast or off, whatever, but like the way it sort of started was super just like, I don't, I can't, I, I guess almost the same sort of thing. I couldn't find media that spoke to me. They were all right. like, much, like probably 10 years older than me, um, old white dudes talking really detailed about yeast strains and malts and stuff. in monotone. Mm. Nobody cares. No in one cares. Monotone. And I couldn't find any <laughs> yeah, media. And, yeah. and we were into podcasts. I'm like, yeah. yeah, I should listen to more beer stuff because the beer thing was just <laughs> taking over more and more our time, whatever. And we're like, all right, let's just do it. And we, in the first episode, we just quantified it. I'm like, the only reason we're qualified to do this was because I've reviewed now, it's like nearly 3,200 beers. So over time, I just learned shit. Right. Like just, and I talked to much more intelligent people than me all the time. That's right. what you mm-hmm. do, put yourself in that position, right? So I feel like we never came in the game trying to be like, I'm this beer writer, I'm educated. Like, because the beer writers were the ones that traditionally got the props or the mm-hmm. respect from the right. certain individuals. And as this went on, like we had, I don't really want to go into it too much because it's kind of negative, but we had this little sort of issue last year with these beer writers in Toronto. And that made everything so much better for us. Because, like, they didn't know how to handle it. They like, were threatened. They were threatened because yeah. they, there was this very tight-knit community of writers. So right. I understand where they're coming from. Right. Yeah. And they had, all of a sudden, there's these two guys that didn't know them, didn't come through their official channels, just mm-hmm. coming familiar. there swearing. I'm sure the same shit that you guys have gone through too, right? Like, just coming in with... Like, in our own lane. Like, just yeah. Being, like, cool. Mm-hmm. And we just did it for the sake of doing it. I didn't yeah. care. Like, I do... The music was our serious stuff and the business. They're the things that I cared about. Like, mm-hmm. so the beer was a hobby, so I didn't have to deal with either of those two things because they do your head in sometimes. Mm-hmm. So doing the beer stuff was just fun. It didn't mean right. shit. I can yeah. do what I want. I can say the C word. I can do all that stuff mm-hmm. without and no repercussions. And then as sort of we got traction, we did it consistently, the podcast, and a very uh, a marketer friend of ours in Montreal was like, guys, just add video. Even if it sucks, as we were saying before, about the length, we had to figure it out. So we started doing video. We just bought the camera, and mm. we just did it. <laughs> and Tiff decided to edit. She's like, I want to learn how to edit. I'm like, all right. I don't. So yeah, that's that's your job, right? I will figure it out. That's the boss. Yeah, I will yeah, figure yeah. it out. Figure it out. YouTube. So YouTube videos. Yeah, YouTube videos. Yeah. 100%. How to edit. <laughs> how to Free edit. Free version of Final Cut. And, and, and we're like, learn how to edit. Yeah. 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 Like, I want to do this thing. Yeah. Yeah. Give me 20 minutes. Yeah, exactly. Oh, always. All the time. Yeah. Bam, that's all it yeah. takes, right? Yeah. So um, like the we'll, one thing I think that's very different and why, like, so we're saying, like, in terms of any pushback or anything that mm-hmm. we get or we're not Cicerones or we don't have any designations yeah. or anything to make us official in beer, our market was in other craft beer drinkers, especially coming into this. And I think yeah. that our market was converting our friends. So that's mm-hmm. how we came in. Like, we had the friends who were always buying, like, 24 packs of, like, whatever trash beer, you know? Yeah. yeah I won't say any, like, any trash beer. And we're like, you guys need to try this. You guys need to try this. And it's like, Craig continued, like, talking about it. Mm-hmm. And when it's every time we came to a party, we're just bringing this. We're like, you need to try and this. Like, it's so oh, much you better. Got, bro, Why are you drinking this trash? Can I have some? That I think brands saw that where it's like in the end for Brewer, they were like, okay, well, these people are actually speaking to all the outside of the like whatever 200 right. guys who are dedicated and devoted to mm-hmm. my brewery. Mm-hmm. Right. These guys are speaking to everybody else right. who was going to pick up a Bud Light, but now they're going to pick up my Lost Craft, which right. is like yeah, a friend yeah. of ours who owns a brewery because of that. Yeah. Right. Because they had someone who's like not pretentious, just being like, man, this is so good, you should try it. And like, man, look at the guys behind this. And I think that's also when you start showcasing the people. When you start showcasing, you're like, same as it's not a big brand. It's this dude, and this dude lives on your street, and he's the one that owns this business. They put his money up. They built the brewery. Do you hear this? That's that's why. How dope is that? So if they don't push, but to come back to your original answer, like sorry, original question. If the ones that don't support the beer drinker in me doesn't care. I'm going to drink good beer and I'm going to post about it. And I know I'm going to list in my head. I'm a 
fucking picky. Uh, what's it called? Like, uh, I hold a grudge. I know which ones aren't engaging with me on right. social because we take exceptional photos. It's not me. It's my brother and Tiff and Scott and stuff. Do what I do a few. You two are like twins. Was that us? Two. Yeah. Yeah, exactly the same. But I don't give a fuck because, like, if, you know what? Like, I like I wanted to interview Monkeys and they didn't. They but they talked to me. If it wasn't right. your in, your uh, in intro, right. they wouldn't have probably responded to my email, right? But I wouldn't have been mad about it because I'm like, they don't need me. Bellwoods doesn't need me, but they right. they talk to us. Right. They don't need us. Right. But they saw the value in just. They're like, oh, I like these guys. Like right. we get on every single person, same as you guys. Every single person we talk to likes us every single time. Right. There's, never, there's never a bad experience. So, if they give us a chance they'll fuck with us 100% and really? they'll benefit from it because people listen just like y'all people listen if we say this is the shit mm. they listen I get people all the time I'm the friends either texting me like hey I'm in the liquor store I just bought this like and they'll send me the photo yeah. and people like, like hey I'm traveling here have you been here what beer what can I, I get from yeah. here like what Every craft other beer day. can I get from here like that yeah, yeah. all the time I think yeah. one of the best sure compliments that I got was from my best friend recently mm -hmm. and we, we were on a call um, with him Homer what up Homer Robinson we actually we, we, he's my oldest friend as well we've known each other since kindergarten wow yeah, yeah I, I don't know anybody since that long dude and it's crazy we used to DJ together DJ Black <laughs> yeah. and T.O. I didn't have a DJ. I didn't have a DJ. DJ Tio. Hey. DJ Dave. Dave. DJ Dave. He came to me. He came with me to Monday Night Brewing, Monday Night Garage in Atlanta. West End? Yeah, in West End. He had never been to a brewery before. And... He, he saw the energy. He saw what we try and project, which yeah. is come to your community. Come to the, this place, the hub in your community that's making this thing that you probably already buy. Yeah. You know, and much and, better. And, much better. better. and um, it, it was like a week later, and he was like, yo, I was in Trader Joe's, and my I saw Monday night, and I grabbed it. Damn. Because nice. I recognized it, and I knew it was... It was here. I knew it was from home, yeah. so I got it. Yeah. And he was—he was like, I would. He was. I would have never. He said, I probably walked by it all the time, but because you showed the connection to me, you—you you built the bridge. I recognized it and yeah. I crossed it. And people actually—he probably went home, cracked it, and felt so proud of himself. Yep. Yeah. Because he knew about something. Right. He remembered something. He knows that this is going back into West End of all places in Atlanta. And like, yeah, yeah, I drink craft beer. Yeah. Like, if anybody asks me if I drink craft beer, fuck yeah. 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 I went to Trader Joe's and I got Monday Night Garage. And yeah, I drink yeah. yes, I'm a craft beer drinker. Thank you very much. Yeah. Yes. And it's yeah. something to be proud of. It is. a point of pride, for sure. Yeah, so it's cool. And I think you still got to like, yeah, that's amazing. And I love hearing those stories. But even the breweries, they're going to, you know what, they're not all going to be on board. It's like the same with anything. Like, mm -hmm. every client you pitch or whatever, they're not all going to be on. They're not going to see the value. But the ones that do, they're like, oh, you're, you're, you're us. You're, you're our tribe. What, 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 what I do take exception to, though, again, is if you are in a community, and, and again, I, I can't, and, and this gets under my skin, I think, the most. If you are in a community, and you're not reaching everyone in that community, yeah. then then you are excluding. You, mm. you, you, you are actively not doing something to be what, in my opinion, is craft beer centric. Right. Yeah. Which is you should be a hub for that community. You should be a resource for everyone in that community. So by default, you should reflect some attribute to that community. Right. Or at least engage. And, and my thing is, you know, just to segue a little bit, um, is into 
uh, appropriation, mm-hmm. you know, and, you know, I've had a few really good communic- uh, or conversations online about it, um, and that's the use of hip-hop um, if you don't have hip-hop as a part of the DNA of your brewery. Like, if you don't have any Biggie playing in your brewery, then you damn sure shouldn't have Biggie on your can. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, you know, so, so I think that, that, that is that is something that is, you know, it's it's a weird thing. It's like uh, Bill Maher, you know, he used the, the term like house nigga, right. you know, and, and, and he said it and he said it in a way he's like, you know, I'm a liberal and, you know, I'm, you know, I, I can tell I'm a comedian yeah. and yeah, yeah. And it was like, no, yeah. that didn't make it cool. You know, yeah. to, you know, to, to say that. So, you know, very much in the same way, it's like, look, you know, I have no problem with you integrating an aspect of a culture that I love and that I grew up on and that I feel is a part of my community into what you do. But you should damn sure make sure that it's both ways, yeah. you know, that you recognize it, that you that you speak on it, that you at least communicate it on, mm-hmm. you know, because there's some breweries that are hardcore rock. You go in there, their their labor, their beers, Phantom Carriage would be a case in point. Yeah, Phantom Carriage is horror, metal, <laughs> death rock. That Definitely. you walk into the brewery, you feel it's it. No you mistake. see, there's no mistake because that's who they are. How's the clientele? They look like they they, 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 they look like death metal rocker dudes. Okay, yeah, that's that's kind of. So okay, to speak to monkeys then. Mm-hmm. We were there last night. I I was unfortunately a little. Uh, Mashed, mashed, but I don't recall being. I mean, we were sitting at a table. There was an Asian bloke we were talking mm-hmm. to. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't recall. Maybe there might have been another black guy. In there was three and a half. Three and a half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, 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 we oh, y'all counted. There you go. So, so that's my question. What's like, a half? Uh, a mix? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You look But see, that, 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 that's a that's a thing. That's a weird thing. And 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 remember your question. Mm-hmm. But when Tiff and I walked in. It's kind of immediately you look for family. Yeah, you know it's yeah. it's 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 an, it's an instinct. But right. we do that anywhere we go. Anywhere yeah. we go. Anywhere yeah. you go in and you're like anybody? Oh, am I alone? Am I alone? Am I alone? No, I'm not alone. That's that's why everybody yeah. always kind of laughs. You know when they see people give the nod, you know it's just like I see you. Yeah, like stupid ignorant white person question, but that happens say in certain social situations or even at a brewery specifically. Like if you're in a place like that and you see another black dude, you can be anywhere and you see another black dude. You have to. You can be in a dentist office. Yeah, certain cities get different nods. Like certain cities you get nods, certain cities you don't. Like it's in it's it's. I've seen like Tia, you've gotten upset like he didn't even give me a nut. Like oh. it's, just, it's a it's a basic <clears throat> yeah. rule that if you are passing each other, it's a mutual respect thing. You see me, I see you. What up, brother? Like mm-hmm. and it's a you know I see you, you see me. Okay. Or or or, or if it's corporate. Yeah. Like, just quick on, yeah. Quick corporate. corporate is down in the streets. It's up. <laughs> I like this decoding. But think about it. If, if you are the two or three in the field, like like sometimes it yeah. feels good to just establish that connection for a moment. Yeah, hundred percent. You know, and then after that, then it's like you know you just go about. Yeah. But but I mean, dude. I mean, again, California, less than five percent. Yeah, right. yeah. Like, I mean, and honestly, the hope is. You do it because if some shit goes down, you're hoping that that's the only other person that's going to save you. So it's a little bit of like, it's like a, a little bit of a, a back padding, it's a little safety thing. Like, 
Because I yeah, saw you, got, so yeah. if something goes down, you got me, right? Yeah. Like you got each other right. out of the hundreds of us. So, yeah. but, but but even more, even more importantly, it's it's to say you're not alone. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I think, I mean, I, I think that's a beautiful thing. You know, you know, even my daughters always laugh. They're like, "Why do you always do it?" And I'm just, yeah, is it an old school thing then? Being like the the, the, the twenty year old. I think it's a human do? thing. Okay, good. No, it's definitely because I mean, the fact that it is old school, yeah. but but I don't, I don't know that I've ever been taught it. No one ever told me. Mm-hmm. To like I think you just see it, like, but even, but it, it's even in situations it. where there are a lot, like in Harlem, I think probably in Renaissance where everybody was black, the nod thing was just, it's just, it's a thing. Like, what do white people do? Nothing. Exists. Nothing. Walk around and take shit. They keep existing, and uh, I own this now. Yeah, that's Bump into each like, other and don't say sorry. Pretty much. <laughs> and apologize and get in each other's face. <laughs> People mean apologize. I bumped into someone in New York and it blew my mind. They they apologized to me like I'm okay. Like, for the know? record, like, New Yorkers are not assholes. They we used, are very polite. I they were all this time. Though. No, in we are very polite. Yeah. We are not. We're just focused. That's the difference. I'm we are laser focused. Ashburn is one focused. We have have we have zero time Damn. to fuck around. Yeah, I gotta get to point A to yeah. get to point B to get to point C. So, so it's not insulting. It's at not all. insulting. It's just, yeah, it's just not, I don't have personal. like you know. People say I have the resting bitch face, but that's because I'm always like, what am I doing? Yeah, I, do I, 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 I called it out on like date one. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what's up? Wait, wait, I personally thought I was smiling like crazy. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, you were so just like. Yeah, she was kind of like. <laughs> Okay? That's his interpretation. Right. My interpretation was I was drinking? very lovely. I had the legs crossed. I was wide open. And he was like, no, nah, you were my bitch. I was like, what? We're drinking away. Yeah. Like, that is crazy. I was super friendly and flirty. Guys, go. I was. Let's okay. be honest. <laughs> By New Yorker standards. By yeah. New Yorker yeah, standards. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so people, I just remember being a bunch of times. and I've known, no, It's just it's a small thing. So I was talking about this another time, I think with the other podcast. I've noticed Americans are generally very aggressive and brash and in your face. Like There's no bullshit. Straight to business. Like if you're pissing them off, they'll tell you. Whereas like in the straight, it's sort of not like that as much, I mm-hmm. find. I've heard that. Oh, and in Canada. Like, and in Canada too. So yeah. I'm not, it's always like, I know, oh, I'm in America. Except like, when you, you guys are in Thailand. Australians. Piece of shit there. Oh my Sorry. God. Sorry. It's like Vegas for fucking like Aussies. And Bali, yeah, those two places. There's a lot of you guys there? I've never been on purpose because it's the cheapest. Like <laughs> oh God. My speedo. <laughs> my speedo. They're like, what the hell? I feel like, that is our South Australian. No, no, I people look like at Americans. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, my God, that's so awesome. I would like they're louder than us. That's why I don't, want to there. I don't want to be around them because those, the Australians that are only, there's like those type of like, I don't want to like, I'm not, I love y'all, you're my people, but like some of y'all are basic as fuck and you go to the same yeah. place every year. Like right. you'll go to Bali one year, the next year they go to Thailand and that's it for the rest of their life. Type of thing, like they yeah. don't. They just, it's just a, a thing. It's they just, Vegas. It's like the yeah. And like those down under people, Vegas. I don't want to be around them. That's why I moved. It's not my favorite. It's type so of funny. Humans. I know, right? It's crazy. But I really appreciated New York with F Afropunk, and it was everyone was so nice. It was yeah. out of, and yeah. it's, it's thrown us off to the. I I agree with you that y'all aren't assholes, but like it was just, and even in Cali as well, it's been such a pleasant yeah, experience. Awesome. Like this yeah. whole summer, we've been in the states a lot, and it's been wicked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I don't know if that's like. A, it's an interesting. We thought that Trump was like giving you guys like so much grief that you're all just being nicer to everybody like on a personal level or yeah. something like that. Like, I think there's a little element of truth in that though. <laughs> I mean, like, we all need more room. There's enough hate. So I think yeah, you're like, unified in your hatred towards it, like it, the it's leader. like it's like Trump made it cool for everyone to do the nod. 
You know, yeah, you everyone. are not oh. fucking alone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Not my president. So, so, so let me dig a little deeper into that cultural yeah, thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. You, you go tinker. I'm glad you said that because we say that all yeah, the time. Yeah, we say tinker. You keep making fun of us. Yeah, you make fun. We say tinker. See, thank you, Benny. Uh, so, so that gives me an opportunity, or you both an opportunity, and I, re- I want to get both of your positions on this mm-hmm. because you rep hip hop. Mm-hmm. You rep rip. You you rep hip hop and culture. Yes. So, as you being a white man, repping hip hop, which is traditionally black. Yes. Uh, what 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 pushback or what? How do you? get received in, specifically from breweries which are traditionally white good point well i would like to start to preface this i understand i'm a guest in the culture and i respect it as that mm. and i think that's the problem a lot of people now because it came mainstream when i got into it in the early 90s it wasn't it was like it wasn't like vanilla ice it didn't count like eminem didn't come out until like 99 2000 right mm. so there wasn't any i it just i just knew that it wasn't my thing but I was allowed to participate and like get involved in it so now it's become mainstream I think more people are sort of I don't know maybe take it for granted like you said like someone like Bill Maher saying the n-word on on television or like the white kids particularly in Australia who they say it to each other all the time like it's okay and I'm like and all they say it on Facebook I saw it like recently I'm like are you what the fuck is wrong with you right. so taking that into the beer world I mean I feel like it comes back kind of almost to your first question before about like what do you do for the ones that sort of maybe don't mess with you. So like, I feel like if you watch our stuff and it's the way we talk, the slang. Yeah, you know what's funny? Sorry, I have no, to you, interject you, here please. because this is how far removed hip hop is generally from craft beer. Is that Craig and Scott, although they're like okay, so Scarborough like hip hop, mm-hmm. so like, there's an element of Scarborough's like Brooklyn. Scarborough's like Toronto's Brooklyn. Brooklyn. So yeah. Scott has that Scarborough element, which is actually partly Jamaican. He yeah. speaks like Drake, like how Drake is taking Jamaican <laughs> culture and yeah. his own. When it's, anyways, yeah. So and and Craig has the hip hop vibe. Hip hop is so removed from craft beer that you guys have never been labeled as like hip hop guys. No one ever sees it that way. Mm. They consider them as like bros. Interesting. The most thing we've ever got really? is like, oh, you guys are like bros, and I'm like, because oh we're not no, fat. bros are like, a total different. It's just because they don't know how to label you. Like, break down a bro. I'm, 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 well, I mean, See, I for, would like to know too. Because for a bro, for us, it was the dudes in the gym who were like, yeah, like yeah, whatever. Be, be, because like, for me, <laughs> I, I would say if someone called you bro, I would say that they're it's saying you're acting black. No, well, yeah, that's, no, that's that's, that's not what they're looking at. A bro. Yeah, yeah. So a bro is like, like do you Jersey remember Jersey Shore? Shore? Yeah, that's what a bro yeah. is. Yeah. So I'll I'll get that. I've been accusing that because I wear fitted t-shirts and like. <laughs> um, and like I think for the beer thing, we're not fat dudes, and a lot of the dudes are big because beer makes you fat. Like I'm starting to feel it, but whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like things like that. There's all these small things that, like, if you look at the traditional people involved in beer, that that's how they, like, sort of participate. Like that's sort of. Yeah, we don't look like the typical beer people. Neither do y'all, right? right. In 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 the the way we dress, the way we talk, the, the right. as I said, the slang and stuff. So I feel like if. If I approach them, like I run a business, like I know how to email someone professionally, so they <laughs> see the professional email. No one does that. I've had people, but brew, one of them, like actually Shahan, shout out Shahan from Lost Craft, he said that, and this is ridiculous, he said just how fucking much it's easy to win in this world, I think, because he was like, the email you sent me is the best email I've ever received in my life. Because I did a couple command Ks and linked to videos and, and content. That's all it was. It wasn't anything right. spectacular by anyone's standards, but 
no one's good at talking to people. So right. if you can talk to people and pitch them properly, mm. and then they would like, oh, okay, so this guy came at me like correct, okay, they got a, a info at baspodcast.com, cool, like it's a there's a domain proper email. They'll check the website, they'll check the social and blah blah blah. They'll see the numbers are strong, right. the quality strong. Um, now you either like us or you won't like us, and I think that's the same with anything. Mm-hmm. They won't like, maybe we're a bit brash, maybe we're a bit too in your face. I don't have your energy, like I'm a more chill guy. Mm-hmm. But compared to the other people who are doing beer media, we're like zany as fuck. Right. So it's sort of like... Did uh, you say zany? Zany, like that. I'm right? so zany. Oh, <laughs> 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 zany. That's exactly what I mean. That's a zany name. That's why yeah. I say it. My favorite. Yep, zany antics. Antics, yeah. I'm gonna use Zanny three times tomorrow. Yeah. And, and, and check fact check me on that shit tomorrow. Yeah. Zany. Instagram story. Yeah, three Zany's Instagram stories. I'm on I feel like they don't notice the hip hop stuff as much. Like Tiff said, that's what I'm saying. They don't it? because they're so far removed from <clears throat> hip hop culture. They don't even like know, him as a hip hop guy. Is that Canada or is it craft beer? I just think they're just like, oh, like. No it's one like ever. They can't pair it. Like we've never had someone even really like. Like we talk about hip hop a little bit, but not like. Well, you, you do, don't. And it's I not, And it's not from not wanting to. I just feel like I've got a rap part of my life. Yeah. And I did. I don't know. I sort of feel like I don't know if it's appropriate to bring that in there too much. Yeah, people know. It's kind of on the thing where it's like, are we shoving our other interests? Yeah, because it makes you feel like, hey, who music, cares? Because uh, because we make music. If it wasn't for making music. Yeah. I'd probably talk about it more. But if it was like our hip hop like was just our interest and it wasn't his other his career, yeah. Because then it feels like, am I promoting my bread using something? You look like fall in love with us for beer and then we're like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Just trying to separate it all. Like, but then we do talk about it. It just doesn't come up that much yeah. and most of the people we talk to I say dudes and, and they're always they're almost, dudes, almost yeah. always dudes yeah. we talk to just uh, rap guys or hip hop dudes mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and there isn't anything in Canada like uh, like monkeys who are very like wearing hip hop on yeah. their sleeve and that's why I appreciated yeah. them from always from afar mm-hmm. like knowing the references and they're always super mm-hmm. like uh, obscure like you know that's not even a, you know ain't hard to tell line it's sort of right. not even like the main line right. from it and to call a beer that is fucking sick mm-hmm. to right. me like my brother as well shout oh, out oh, you, 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 like, saw, you saw the bottom though right What's the bottom? Just another Fat diamonds, just a little. Uh, yeah, just another little, another little aspect, yeah. a little reference you got to dig a little cool. deeper on. I really appreciate that. So like a lot of other ones, for example, like when uh, um, Fiddlehead in Vermont, they always put um, shouts to Matt. They always put like fish, that band Fish. Mm-hmm. Uh, they put their lyrics on the bottom yeah. of the cans all the time. Like it's like sort of shows the type of people we're talking to. Mm-hmm. Ooh, a, a, it a, never a, comes up. A nice little bridge. Yeah. Um, how I kind of really jumped in, like really fell down a craft beer uh, rabbit hole. A gentleman by the name of Matt Varnish, uh, excuse me, Matt Taylor, has a company called Matt Varnish. We actually worked on, I know, right? Very clever. Um, we worked on a project um, for Fish. Oh, no shit. Yes, we, we worked on their, uh, I think it was called Party Time, mm-hmm. was the name of their album, and we pitched this project together. They reached out to me because they knew I was in the habit of making bizarre, weird shit just come to fruition. And Matt was just this amazing designer that um, that designed for The Roots, uh, for 30 Seconds from to Mars, um, and Fish. Amazing. That's very and, eclectic. Uh, tell me about it. Um, but craft beer, right? Yeah. Um, so we were dealing directly with the group and their management company, um, for this pr- project, and we're like, man, this shit is too fucking bizarre. They're never gonna approve this shit. One phone call, they're like, do it. We were like, what? I mean, it was like, are you kidding me? Like, they just approved it? Sure enough, they signed off, and they're like, produce it, make, make it happen. 
And he's like, man, he's like, all right, let's go get a beer. And I'm like, all right, let's go get a damn beer. And I'm like, man, I could go get some Heineken's or some Newcastle's. He was like, nah. Yeah. Nah. He was like, he's like, follow me. <laughs> and uh, Matt Taylor, shout out to Matt Taylor and Steph. Yeah. What up, fam? Um, he took me to father's office in Culver City. Uh the, the, the one that we're really close to in Santa Monica is the, is the flagship, yeah, the original one. Right, right. But he took me to uh, to uh, the father's office and got me a pour of Pliny the Elder, which I had just heard about, but I, I didn't I, I didn't know the myth. I didn't know the uh, the, the yeah you the, the legend behind it. I went nowhere. I think you. <laughs> you didn't, I had Hedy. This is actually I did not deserve. It. Didn't deserve. It. <laughs> didn't deserve it at all. I wasn't ready. But um, yeah. but but he took his time and he yeah. opened up um a Cario from um, uh I'm losing it for a moment um, from Allegash. Okay. Um and he just took his time and he was like, this is what you look for. This is what it took. And, and that was one of the reasons where, you know, it, it took some time. That was maybe about two, three years before, you know, we, we connected and it came up with black people up beer, but that was my introduction. You know, someone that was creative, someone that was really progressive, someone that loved hip hop, that loved rock, that had fundamentals about uh, taking care of his family and his sons and his wife. And, he thought it was wise for us to celebrate with something like craft beer. That's amazing. You know, and, and it happened because of fish. That's sick. Yeah, yeah wow, look fish. at that. I haven't heard that music. Yeah. Why not shout them out? Yeah. I want to throw that same question back at you guys. So, you guys, uh, like, are dealing with breweries, I guess, when you're maybe asking them for events and stuff, I guess. Do you deal with a lot of breweries? Yeah. We, yeah? Um, I think it's funny when you said that um, sometimes they get it and sometimes they don't. Yeah. Like, you know, this I think it's, is, right? it just kind of is what it is. I think, you know, we <clears throat> look back at where we were when we first started and, you know, how it was, he, he had to go every single day, like had to go to where he was constantly, had to be there, had to show them that he was like, really dedicated, right? dedicated to the craft, was a true believer, was a true follower. Why, can I just interject? Why, why did you have to do that? Um... Is pre Instagram, pre all that stuff. This is we were still. Sure. I think Instagram was still happening, but for them to believe he was serious, for us to then be able to ask the question like, "Hey, we want to do an event, or we have this going on, or because again, these guys are small. Like you know, that's part of the problem with a lot of these young these craft local craft breweries is they don't have the marketing dollars, they don't have no. the money, mm -hmm. they don't really have the time. Like yeah. they're there to make beer. They're scientists behind the scenes doing what they do for the craft that they love. Mm -hmm. So when you start to bring in marketing and events and all of that kind of stuff, outreach. that's not their space. Right, and outreach, that's not their space. They don't have yeah. marketing dollars. They don't, yeah. They're not big beer. They don't, it's not as important to them to, yeah. to do that because, again, they have their following and they have their crowd. Mm -hmm. So for them to believe that we were legitimate and that ultimately, I mean, they just had to believe Tia was a good person. Right. Like it's so particular and it's such a close knit circle. Yeah. A lot of where we are today is because people like Tio as a person. Mm -hmm. Yes, he's into craft or whatever, but they trust that whatever they give him, he's not going to go out here and just kind of turn it into shit. Like yeah. it's going to be true to the craft. He's going to preach the gospel. He's going to be, you know, open and invite people in. Um, and I think it took a lot of time for right. them to believe that and to so trust him. It was, I'm just, and this was specifically with regard to 
creating the events that he had to have a trust okay because i was more say like for us i didn't have to do that but yeah. i'm not asking to take this space i guess i'm like hey can i have an hour and a half two hours of your time right and when we're going to promote you whereas you guys are also going to be promoting them but i guess you're saying hey you need to trust that you are messing around and that and they come they who, come and pour so we get yeah, the owners mm, of the breweries to come and pour to the event okay so, so you're not even asking to, to use their space you, you're referring back to like right the yeah that's just yeah. getting the that's just getting beer. getting them on board <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. yeah that's okay, just getting a six, like, six, I mean, yeah, I mean yeah, that makes a lot of sense because think about it again you know one of the one i think a lot of people thought it was just a gimmick you know and i think um that you know it's funny you hope that people engage in a conversation that's the hope is that someone would go you know to say you know there would be the the cute little banter initially but then they would be willing to have a conversation and i think what was a little shocking at first is that with something is very specific like this that some breweries just were like i'm good why why do you think they said that? They didn't get it. Again, I thought I, th- I thought they yeah. I thought they might have considered it as being gimmicky. One because there isn't a lot of black people, okay. like just something to get a rise out of something, or yeah, so, okay. or just to get attention. Yeah. And and you know I don't think a lot of people realize that there was um, a really um, passion that there was passion and that there was something well thought out behind it as well because a lot of them aren't really good business people aren't really good marketing and Benny and I you know Benny has worked for probably some of the most amazing marketing and advertising firms in in the country let alone you know amazing brands like Beats and Sonos and whatnot and my background with being in entertainment I understand how powerful visual um and 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 sound and music and all these things, mm-hmm. you know, really help build a connection. And those are the things that we really kind of started using. But I don't think people in the brewing community recognize it at all. Yeah. You know, but I tell you, who does recognize it is Big Beer. Yeah. They, they know very quickly that if they align themselves with the rapper, that they inherently they they, they don't got to say. All they got to do is put the rapper in a commercial. They don't even got to put a beer in the in the rapper's hand. Yeah. But if you yeah. have, if you're affiliated with that culture, then they'll come to you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That they'll be drawn to you. Um. And we, re- I realized that very quickly. So it was it was a bit offsetting sometimes to hear crab breweries be like, mm, we don't care about outreach. Mm, we don't care about aligning ourselves with you because we don't see the benefit in it because we have people drinking our beer. Yeah. But at the same time, we're sitting up here like, dude. The, the same big beer companies who you swear the devil are absolutely coming after my people. Yeah. They're absolutely coming after black and Mexican people. They're relentless about it. Yeah. And, and they will muddle themselves with, with our culture to get it. But yet you won't even align yourself with the very city that you set up shop in mm-hmm. right. because the rent was low. Right. You know, and, and you know, it, it was, it, that was the I think there is a lot of, of growth and a lot of acknowledgement and a lot of, of um, re, you know, respect, you know, from both sides now. People have seen how serious we are. Like, first of all, our, we're not making shit content. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, we're not showing anybody in a bad light. Um, it's, you know, it's all, it all looks and feels good. Yeah. Um, and we are taking it very serious. It's funny how you said that one email you sent. And they're like, oh my God, it's the best email I ever had. Like, yeah. we, when we do events, it's like, I'm sending you a deck and a bullet point email and a timeline and a schedule. And it's very professional. Like, yeah. 
black people love beer or not, this is like about as corporate as it can possibly get. Right. And yeah. you're gonna we're on top of it. We say we're gonna call, we're gonna call, we say we're gonna do this, we're gonna do this, we're gonna deliver, we're gonna deliver. Mm-hmm. We give you content. Here you can promote it if you want to, you can do what you want. Yeah. Um, you know, it's a business. Yeah. At yeah. the end of the day. Exactly. Well, it kinda has to be, yeah. you know? Yeah. And I think that is what has allowed us to separate ourselves from Tio who has doing it as a hobby and a love mm-hmm. which is the partner in me that does it as the business yeah. which I think is exactly very similar to how you yeah. guys you know manage it too like mm-hmm. you know enjoy this but we've also have to uh, it's a business yeah right. um, that we love thank so. you kind sir you're generous thank um, you I'm gonna tinkle but real quick what's, you go tinkle I know now you I'm go saying, tinkle your little tink Benny says it I wanted to say like I like, can speak on English what are you gonna do little fella what are you going to do, Tom? Okay. Tinkle. Tinkle. He's a special guy. Yeah. Um, if you could, I'd like to see if I could speak, you just speak about your specific sort of role, how you see your role in this, and, you know, like okay. you know, sort of the face of it and stuff. And, I, you know, oh, okay. no, take your time. You're taking your friends um, out. Oh, because my cat, you know, the molars came out, so they get stuck in my tooth. It's a lot. You don't want to know that. Okay, She's taking her gold fronts out. Oh, my God. people. Yeah. Um, yeah, like. I'd like to see what you, how you feel your role is in, in you know, specific, down, what, what you bring to it and, and sort of what makes that different from, I mean, I guess you sort of touched on that with like your business acumen and stuff. Right. With reaching okay. out and how you feel that sort of helped the brand grow. Okay. By the way, the Dodgers are going to the World Series, baby. Sports. Hopefully Sports. we have won the World Series by the time you watch this, but go ahead, Benny. Especially this. Oh, wait, are we waiting for him to come back? No, no, no. Yeah. Uh, my role, my role, my role, my role. I really like to consider myself a brand architect. Yeah. Uh, in that I have worked with a lot of really awesome companies, advertising agency, uh, producer, executive producer for 12 years. I uh, was a senior producer at Beats by Dre for a year and a half. Director of creative services at Sonos mm-hmm. for a period of time. And I think um, through having worked at an advertising agency, at a brand. Yeah. Um, and on the marketing side, I'm able to see it kind of from all angles, right? Like I see how agencies create stuff to deliver to the audience. I see how brands look at every piece of their their content at every vertical. Yeah. And how does that tell that one singular story, which is great learning at Beats. What up, Beats? Um, <laughs> but I think that's part of what it is where it's an emotional, this is an emotional story. Yeah. Like regardless of what, however black people love beer, dope and dank, the thing that makes this so impactful is it's an emotional journey for Tio. Mm-hmm. You know, at the end of the day, it's an emotional journey for both of us, but together it is we're really trying to tell a story. Mm-hmm. And I think it's my job, not being such a craft aficionado, is to kind of level above it and find those bits and pieces that make sense and that can resonate with people. Yeah. Someone actually made a comment, and I think it really makes sense. Um, uh, about like sometimes how it was difficult for me personally and maybe both of us in some instances to not see specific ways of being better at what we were doing yeah. or, or not being better at explaining what we were doing and they described it of as being in a bottle and not being able to see the writing on the label and I think Benny sometimes is removed enough from it yeah. at times to you know, because I, I, I'm stuck in the bottle. I live the bottle. I live and I breathe and I, you know, I love craft beer culture. So Benny is not so involved. So that allows her to kind of step back and look outside and be like, hey, 
go in this direction. Yeah, like, yeah. trust that this is the right direction, and and we'll get to where your passion cannot drown you. Yeah. You know, so I, I think that definitely, and thank you for that. Gotcha, yeah, I think it's important to have a team. Like we were saying, like before we started, like absolutely. I don't think people understand like how much work this is so for all of us. Of On top, because we're not like getting, no, we're not getting paid for any of this yeah. shit. Like there's little bits of go up. Like we were talking about monetizing, how to monetize this sort of stuff. But how do you monetize? Or well, breweries like, or how do you start off? Well, breweries yeah. aren't going to be sending. They're not paying. Breweries never pay you. No. And they're not going to be sending you beer to start to make your video. So what do you do? You buy the beer. Yeah. So you have to put money up to buy the beer. Like you got, you had to go to the brew pubs and spend money and yeah. politic and schmooze everybody mm-hmm. as you do with your zany antics, and then. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, and. You know, I just don't think people like because it's so young. I feel like there's so much um, uh, potential in it. There's, yeah. It's five percent of the industry. Craft is five percent of beer in Canada and twelve percent in the states. Last I checked, um, and that's a lot of money. Like you said, twenty-two billion. Twenty-two billion. billion. So think about something twelve percent, and the macros Jeez. are buying up Elysian <laughs> exactly. and, and Wicked Weed and shit because they see that people more and more people are caring about quality and we've been yeah. brainwashed from the 50s I think coming into like convenience microwave uh, TV dinners instant coffee like Budweiser don't worry about it there's three beers you can buy just get a case of that you're good to go yeah. like, that's been in the world and we're now finally getting out of that baby boomer kind of like revolution or industrial revolution and such or technological actually and moving into this new like hipsterized gentrified for better or worse um, world and we're sort of in the, in the in the. I feel like we're really early on. There's a few people I've seen. There's this Polish dude who's got like a hundred thousand subscribers on YouTube. Uh, there's some other guys in the UK. They got forty odd thousand and stuff. But mm. I feel like the potential is so fucking big. And I think that's a, we're gonna play the long game. Mm-hmm. And I think just feel like that. It's a, like we were talking about the breweries not recognizing. I think it's just a matter of time before yeah. they see. And they're like, like if they really saw how much time, like you know, sometimes it takes seven to ten hours to edit a video, a vlog. Mm. Not even these podcasts, like, and the same. You know, you know very yeah. well. Yeah. So like, the editors, like Michigan, by the way, was, Michigan yeah. was brutal. Was brutal because yeah. it was so much content. Because <laughs> right? so much content, it was like five days. Yeah, so, yeah. like nonstop. And trying to make it a certain amount of time, squeeze it all in. Yeah, and make it kind of like short, snappy. Yeah. You know, realize like you know what the deal. What, what would they say? Um, if you would be so willing, uh, tell us a little bit about the beer and other shit team. Um, you know, I feel like you have a really good sense of dope and dank as we mm-hmm. kind of wrap this up. Um, you know, talk to us about, you know, your partnership and, and kind of how beer and other shit kind of keeps things moving. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, basically, the, the vast majority, well, there's four of us. Yeah. So there's my brother, Notion, Brad, he's an MC, he's a producer, but he's also a, a, an engineer. Hey, Brad. Hey, Brad. Thanks for making it sound hey, so Brad. good. Hey. Sure, I hope you're not tinkling hey, during buddy. this part we're talking about you. <laughs> it's so great to meet you, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> he'll, he'll actually love that. Yeah, he'll love it. Um, he's a G. He's a he's a photographer. He's a huge. He was one of the one. He was our first convert. He was drinking yeah. like trash, and then he saw me and Scott because Brad. I lived in the basement of this house, and Scott and Brad lived on the next floor. Mm-hmm. So I'd come up, we'd be drinking, me and Scott doing our beer nerd shit, and he'd be like, wouldn't try it, and then eventually he's like, oh, I like that. Can I try that? And then he just got into it. Now yeah. he's like. He's getting <laughs> like he's heat. getting now breweries yeah. are sending him beer to take photos and stuff. He's about to wow. get himself into the photography game and he well, does a lot of our stuff, right? Yeah. So he he uh, engineers that we wouldn't be able to do the podcast without him. Um, it makes Scott, it sound beautiful. Absolutely. 
Uh, Scott's my co-host, so you know Scott's not really into all this other stuff. He's, he's not, Scott. Yeah, that's yeah. Scotty. So he's not yeah into the business stuff so much. He's not. He's actually taking some really dope photos. So he's moved into a bit of that lately. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's really helpful. Like he get like you said, giving that someone to play against. Because essentially, it was my blog that I turned into this, and I sort of like take the the lead in. Yeah. But um, it's always good to have like you know we've been, been friends for like fifteen years or something, and um, you know it's really like uh, I, I, it's, it's much better when he's around. To do everything, I was really hoping he would be here so he could meet everyone. Aww. See, he texted me before. He's like, "Oh, how did the podcast go? Oh, my God, that was fucking he's amazing. So much Sorry, that was fucking amazing. I'm so sad. Yeah, yeah, he was so <laughs> sad because he went to San Diego for like two and a half days and then they had to go back. Aww. So he got the San Diego ones in. Oh, that's dope, though. Yeah, so we got some, and you know, made sure he got some Pliny here. We hadn't had that, so yeah, he got yeah. his little thing in. Um, and then, of course, so Tiff, it was like I think it was probably OG Tiff, year. triple OG <laughs> Tiff. Like as with anything, like it wouldn't yeah. happen if it wasn't for Tiff. Like she's the became like the producer initially. It was just her telling us like you should do a podcast so I just figured it so out so it's like you should do podcasts guys like we listen to podcasts all the other podcasts are boring we should do what you were already doing digital marketing at that point uh, this is 2015, yeah. So it I used just, to work. Oh, yeah. We were working. Did I quit my job at that point? Uh, no, it was April no, okay. 2015 we started. So, so I worked at like a really high power law firm doing their like marketing because my boss, she also, she's like the Judge Judy of Quebec. So she had a really intense, <laughs> intense programming. It was like seven seasons in. Um, and then eventually I was like, hey, like, whatever, fuck this. Like, let's just make all the money ourselves instead of me doing things mm-hmm. just for her. So we could pull it into ourselves and then we branded. So I was in marketing at the time, but yeah. we didn't have the business yet. Not that but we were really big on podcasts. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, like, if all the other podcasts are boring, why don't you just make a podcast that's more like for us and like or like other people who don't mm-hmm. know, like who feel like Crafter is really pretentious. It's always the same memes and stuff like that. Yeah. With like the white guy with the beard and the flannel and whatever yeah. and trying to push something on you. And I'm like... You might be a white guy with a beard, but at least like you have like a hip hop element, you have a different element. It's <laughs> <laughs> not a long one. It's not a long right. one. It doesn't come I don't wear much flannel anymore. And you don't wear a lot of yeah. flannel. Yeah, shout outs to uh, Tony for that one. <laughs> there Thank you go. So, much. Um, so you will add like a fresh perspective, which would yeah. be like you know, yeah, just hey, if you're just somebody who's pick up a trash beer, pick up this instead. That's all. Yeah. We're just trying to bring that to you. So we started I used to that. More of, a, more of a larger role as time went on when we got suggested to do the video. Yeah. Tiff was like, she spearheaded that and, and really came up with the ideas to do, we should do extra videos. She's the one studying YouTube. She's the one, look at these guys. She found the Craft Beer Channel. So I became obsessed and, and like, I started researching yeah. every... I went and looked to see who was making like the most noise on YouTube and mm-hmm. went and studied all their channels to see what they were doing because I was like, we should do this. Like, <laughs> and then I found the Craft Beer guys. They were doing pretty well in the UK too. Yeah, so I remember when I first board. stumbled across you guys because I didn't know you guys were connected until like a few weeks later. Yeah. Because one, I just saw her and I don't know if you had a beer or something. I had a beer with Lena. My other yeah, but, yeah, but it was like, oh shit. It was, it was like, <laughs> it was nuts. I made a you know? two girls with, two black girls with Yeah, yeah, it was nuts. Girl. And then, and then a few weeks later, I realized that you guys were together and that you, what you were doing and I was like, oh shell, like this is crazy. And I'm like, Benny, I found that the Canadian you. <laughs> she was like, she was like, fuck that. Ain't no one like me. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah. No, but but, but I mean, but but I mean, but, but I mean, that's a that's a testament to like who you both yeah. are. You both like fucking go. You got both grind. Yeah. Y'all do too, yeah. and that's why this is this is really cool to actually sit down with you guys after talking for so cool, long. Actually. We're um, literally like twins. Twenties. Twenties. Cute. Yeah. Canadian version of that. Yeah, it's it's been really good. So Tiff's like, like spearheading and, and producing and like doing that little extra research and stuff, and really like because we just discovered this YouTube world, like the vlogs and stuff, mm-hmm. and these people that are making buying like million dollar so houses and cars. It's out of yeah. control. That was so much money. There's so much money. There's so much so money. So much money. And we're like, if you can get in, oh, the difference is like, we're, to- we're talking to this, 
minuscule audience. Whereas like like yeah. beer, it's very specific. Whether like say a relationship or family vlogger, like anyone could be interested in that. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Like the ones that we found, there were all these interracial ones, like mm. same sort of black woman, white mm. dude. There's an Aussie one that like you'd totally know him if you see him because they had a bunch of viral pics and stuff. And they like slayed the game. And then she, we're just we're watching these people like Casey Neistat and stuff, and you yeah, know like Gary Vee and seeing how they put their videos to watch together. Pie, but it's so like yeah, it's too yeah, too kiddie, things I guess. like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. just but but they're generating like, capital. Yeah, yeah. Study, yeah. study and then the winners to see how much money they're making and yeah. see like yeah, what's uh, study the winners. Yeah. So that's what yeah. we're sort of doing, and then we're and the patterns. Yeah, the yeah. same patterns that what was consistent between all of them. Consistency. Yeah, and how can we apply that to build? This, this branding yeah. craft beer, like we were saying to you earlier, I like you know to, to monetize it even to the numbers. Are, like I changed hosts for the podcast recently, mm-hmm. so now I've got exact numbers. I know our number one audience is California, which we had no clue because mm. right. the other one. Before, but I'm pissed because I had two and a half years of not getting that information, yeah. and I don't know what that uh, historical data would tell me about like how many downloads the first episode has because maybe people went all the way back and that one would probably kill you know what I'm saying yeah, like, no, none of that unfortunately for sponsor reasons which but sucks it comes as you go right yeah it is what there it is, is we change eventually so yeah. it's all these like small um like incremental things that we've sort of tweaked. It's quite, same as like business, like mm-hmm. anything else. You're just doing these little tweaks all the time yeah. to make things better. Right. And it really helps that we have the four of us working on it. I mean, mm-hmm. look, the bulk of the work is Tiff and I doing stuff. She's doing like the editing and the other little stuff. And I do literally everything else. Like yeah, all networking, I do. I handle social. I do the, like I respond to all people, build the network like you do on mm-hmm. Instagram, emailing, outreach, all that type of stuff. I deal with the brewery sending and stuff. Blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And just sort of scheduling stuff. So like it's it's so much work. Like it's a genuine <laughs> huge part of it. It just no, turned into like, yeah, a yeah. hobby to now this whole so thing. Much yeah. Work. Yeah. But we have after like the A&W thing that was a good look and we got... You know, we got a little something from yeah, that. We like, had like, uh, which is very interesting, which kind of brings it back to showing like community and stuff like that, which I like. We had like tourism boards hit us up now, being like, "Hey, can you come so you can showcase like the area or showcase mm. that?" Which is showing like, "Hey, these, there are people who do." So it might not be the brewery, right? But it could be this community that wants to be like, "Hey, can you do like a thing yeah, where it's yeah. like?" So that's yeah, what yeah, that's yeah. also something very interesting. So we've had small like, communities be like, "Hey, can you come to Picton and show show people like a small town yeah. in Ontario, like what Picton's like?" So visit the breweries. Yeah. Maybe then you're gonna start going to other things and showcasing that. Because right. in the end, when we do vlogs, it's not just we're at the brewery, but we might be at a restaurant nearby too. We're like, "Hey, yeah, we stopped off at this yeah. restaurant yeah. here." So we started showing you a little bit more of what it's right. like being there, right? So, yeah. and I think that's important. It's like just it's it's bringing in people into a, a community or bringing them into like. I mean, that's, that, that. again, I, I think breweries again are the community hubs they're yeah. the hubs because they're where people are going to get the things that get them drunk yeah and it make them neutral yes you know what yeah. i'm saying because yeah. there's nothing better than to connect i mean like last night at monkish was a case in point yeah like it was a black guy a mexican guy <laughs> an asian guy <laughs> a white like guy right. and a black woman yeah and we had the best conversation yeah, it was great. the best time yeah i remember that part yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's a great neutralizer yeah. so to your point why not celebrate all the things that are around this hub yeah you know, that's that's a really good point yeah and that's i think um smoke city were talking about that as really describing it super well as what what a brewery really is for the community which really right. comes back to your whole mo specifically what dope and dank are doing with diversifying and bringing that community because if that community is not represented then What's, what are you really doing? I think that's what right, the, yeah. that's the message of this particular yeah, episode, right? We want to right? think yeah. about that. Like, yeah. Right. Like if you live, like Toronto's the most multicultural city in the world, but we got, I mean, like some of them, even Bellwoods, every time I go in there, I feel like I see different people more than other places. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, I can see. Would you agree? More more than other places. More than other that's places. That's all. Sure. But it's not yeah. it's not accurate. Like mm-hmm. if it's the most multicultural city, like where is everybody else? Right. Like that's what I love because like I cruise your like I'll go and like check out Dogendag's Instagram and then I'll go and like look at all the people that you're tagging. Like yeah. I don't know if I remember what time I was going through. I'm like, look at all these black people drinking beer. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like so <laughs> amazing to me. It was so crazy. But I went and then you might tag some guy and there were yeah. other girls and I was just like going through all their accounts yeah. and then just randomly following, start yeah. following them. It's so not, I'm just like, look at all the people. Uh, you just don't you see, see it, you know. You follow Dogendag, you get international following. There you go. Fresh. There you go. What? It's true though, yeah. and like yeah, because you're just like whatever tagged and wearing your shirt, and I'm like this is amazing to see. Like it's very very cool because yeah. is, you don't see that represented. It is really often. dope when we like we we created like this page of people wearing Black People Love Beer and Dope and Dang shirts, and it's so crazy sometimes to just see it. Actually, yeah. Khalees. I was about to say that. Yes. Flex on them. Shout out to Khalees. <laughs> Do it. Insert the flex emoji. Right Shout there. out to Khalees. <laughs> she was in Australia on tour. In and too. as you know, she's this cordon bleu chef. She's an incredible chef, and she did a tour dinner. She cooked a tour for the for the whole tour. Did a tour dinner, and was wearing her Black People Love Beer shirt, and just was posting IG stories of you know. And it's funny because I hit her, and I was like, "Yes, you look amazing!" Mm. Like you know, in her mind, she's not even thinking about it because yeah. she just. Like she loves us, she loves them. Yeah. She gets the movement. She's like, I just get it. It's just it makes total sense to me. Like, yeah. I'm not even thinking about the fact that I'm wearing this shirt. It's just fucking great. Yeah, like, black people do love beer. Yeah, you know, and I think for her particularly, going from where she went as a musician, you know, to you know, milkshake in the yard to being a cordon bleu chef and creating the kind of dishes that she creates, where she melts those two worlds together too. Yeah. A little bit of that yeah. kind of you know, urban home cooking a little bit with that, you know, gourmet style cooking, mm. she gets opening up people to something they've never done, had yeah. and or seen before. Right. Yeah. So it just, she first time she saw it, I was like, totally, yeah, fucking, I get it. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, fuck it with beer. Did you have to yeah. sell it to her? Or was it more no. to her? No, no, no. So, yeah. so we, we always run into her at Craft Beer Festivals. Yeah. That's amazing. Oh, we'll that's so about awesome. That life, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's so the shirt, cool. Or were you like, hey, here's one. We gave her the shirt, but we ran, we run into her so much that's that awesome. it was like yeah. at beer festivals. And now, I mean, you know, I see her out and about like now because she we mutual friends yeah so for her it's just supernatural that you know yeah well to me it was even more special because yeah she went out of the country and when you go out of the country you got to be kind of she had to to, 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 to pack that yeah so 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 she thought "Mm, yes yeah and i was like yeah that's been emotional i was like oh my god i was like she packed packed our shit yeah to australia and wore it during an event that she was, yeah. you know, celebrating her, her like, yeah, yeah her, awesome. her, her craft. And yeah. so it, it really, it like hit me like, I was like, wow, yeah, that, that, and, I, and I'm a fan of, of her music, you know, for, for someone to be as creative and cool and weird and trendsetting as her, yeah. um, you know, from Kaleidoscope, you know, to her, her more recent work. Like she represents something that is so dope and unique yeah. and, and very much why I love certain breweries, you know, yeah. because they push for audacity. They push for something unique and cool. And her rock and black people love beer was kind of like, yeah, yeah, of right. course she would rock like. Yeah. Do you guys think then? Okay, because I didn't want to like. I know you guys know a lot of like. You're in LA, so like, and the business you're in, y'all know motherfuckers. I see your people. <laughs> She's crazy. That's like, her. Like Benny, you know motherfuckers. <laughs> oh, oh, oh would you go as far as to say motherfuckers know you? Ooh, I like that. I like that. 
I'm thinking. Let's say yeah. So, <laughs> okay. being the the Khalees thing, like that's super sick. Do you think that that uh, that's one other way? It just sort of hit me now, like to get the message out about the fact, which oh is God. essentially what it is like Absolutely. leveraging your friends with platforms. Is that something that, I mean, clearly this was very, very organic. It wasn't like, hey, Khalees, here's money, wear my shit. Like, right. this was, she loved it, she loves you. Oh, cool. Do you think that, is that something you pursue? And it, because you have yeah. that very, particularly being where we it's are. It's like, like influence. Well, just to preface this, in LA and I think with specifically with Benny, um, you know, she has a lot of friends. They are her friends, mm-hmm. you know, and, and I think it's important um to protect those relationships and yeah. not make yeah. people feel uncomfortable. Um, and I think, you know, Benny has done a phenomenal job at, at balancing that and allowing them to make the choice to say, I want to do this or I don't want to do yeah. it. Yeah. Or even more so, now I get it. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. most people in general, specifically black people, don't get the whole thing with beer because they yeah. just see beer as just regular beer. Yeah. Because they've never been. And so, you know, if you figure yeah. our circle and our hemisphere and her hemisphere of friends, they also are the people that are like, you know, I've never had a monkish beer. Yeah. Why, how would they have ever gotten a monkish beer unless they stood in line or knew someone that stood in line? Yeah. Mm-hmm. They probably don't. I haven't. That's actually a really good point. I haven't. There's so many of my friends I've absolutely not hit up mm-hmm. for any like favors or and you know not for nothing I have friends that are like like one person can wear this shirt and it will change it our lives forever. Right. Yeah. And I just I don't want to ask them yet. And I think I think it's a part of we're we're still growing. Mm-hmm. We're st- we want it when I do make that phone call. I need, I want it to ladder into something that is going to really last. And I want it to yeah. ladder into something that we know intrinsically, not only you're going to get behind it, but because you're pushing it, everyone who follows you is now going to get behind this one central anchor thing mm-hmm. that we are talking about and we are doing. Yeah. And, and we've talked about this before. Yeah. Um, you know, Benny brought up the very good point. There are people that want us there, and then there are some people that don't really care. Yeah. And, and you have to understand... If someone rocks our brand, inherently, they are benefiting all the breweries that we love and that we champion. Yeah. And some that we don't. Yeah. Yeah. You know, because this doesn't say we love, black people love monkish. Yeah. It says black people love beer because we're trying to get people educated yeah, about the yeah. concept of it. So I am I'm, I'm I completely respect um, any of our friends, anybody that's talent that may not be ready to rock us yet because, hey, maybe Dope and Dank isn't aligned to be the ones that primarily succeed mm-hmm. or stand to benefit off of their advocacy. And, right. we, and we understand that. Um, right. But, you know, a lot of people would be like, yo, just put a brewery in the hood now. You know, my thing is like, yeah, that I'll, I'll be focused on that when more people understand craft beer. And they want to support us. Yep. Yeah. So they know, all right, I'll wear this, but where is it going? Like, yeah. who's this is going to benefit who? Yeah. And until I until we have a solid answer where 100% benefits us which in turn benefits the greater community which is our ultimate goal is to uh, is to pay it forward mm-hmm. then it would if we're not there yet so we're going to keep growing we're going to keep spreading the word right. the message is getting out there people are slowly but surely you know you just keep reminding them like hey i have an event there's a couple of 
you know, actors, celebrities or whatever that I'm like, hey, mm. I have this beer thing coming up. Are you in town? Fuck, I'm not here. But okay, let me know when the next mm. one is. And you just. She got that rolling. I have a yeah. friend who's a, is a really big DJ. And somebody just told me the other day that he's a huge craft beer drinker. Right. And I was like, are you fucking kidding yeah, me? I had no idea. How do you not make. He was a huge craft beer drinker. Yeah. Right. He's like, dude, I'm not going to be here this weekend, but I wish I was because I would 100% come to your thing. This And it's like. That would have changed. Yeah. I wouldn't have even thought right. about it yeah. because I'm not really in people's faces. With it, and people are finding it, and they're finding us, and they're getting it. And once they once once you come to one event, you get it, and you're sold. So I invite you, we invite you Mm -hmm. to be a part of it and learn about it that way. I don't want you to just do it because you're my friend. I want you to do it because you believe in what we're trying to do. Yeah, because it's it's, it lasts longer. Yeah, long game. Organic. I do have a question because we have to go into lightning round soon. Yes. What is the ultimate vision for Dope and Dank? Like, what is, what is the big goal? What is the big thing that you're seeing and that you're striving towards? Um, I, I think it's a, a twofold. Um, I think it's to always be the champions of supporting what's in your community. You know, mm-hmm. I, I think if that theme resonates with people, then absolutely we will always win. We, we will always win as a brand because just like any brand that celebrates something very specific, um, you know, Virgin Airlines or Virgin could probably do anything that they want yeah. because their brand is, is, is you know, you synonymous yeah. with, with, you know, yeah. originality and creativity. Mm-hmm. They do airlines and phones. And, yeah. yeah. So, so I think that's we want our brand to, to always be affiliated with that, you know, with supporting local. But, um, you know, I think the the most natural, organic crowning moment would be to have a brewery, would be to have an amazing uh, tap room that would be a resource for the communities that we love so much, you know, because they're not there. You know, you go into some cities um, that aren't aware of craft beer and there isn't a craft beer on the shelf. You know, they, 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 they don't understand it at all. So I think that that would, you know, clearly be something that would be important to me is to is to have a, a, a tap room and even more importantly, excuse me, um, production uh, so that the community could actually see beer or this product being made in their community. I think there's pride that comes with that. Mm-hmm. I think there's a significant amount of pride with, with knowing that you're supporting something and that you have somewhere to go. I mean, that's why Cheers was so big for so long, oh, right? Yeah, yeah. Sure. You know, it's because everybody that came there, they you know, they knew oh, yeah, each other's yeah, name. Yeah. 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 And, <laughs> and, you know, I, I feel like, you know, that combined with production and distribution and the pride that comes from that is is pretty, pretty awesome. That's sick. And to take it a step further. Yes. On the marketing <laughs> and business side. Break it down, uh, take that dream and make it global. Make it global. Franchise that bitch. But you're franchising, I'm saying it, Max, it's super crash. <laughs> but you're franchising it, but you're doing it in local communities. So it doesn't have to just be here. Yeah. Right. It's in various cities, in various neighborhoods, contributing to very. To various local communities. I was waiting for you to get local. Local <laughs> yeah. By the way, that's a Rick and Morty thing. If, 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 if you guys are crazy Rick and Morty, right Morty that's, that's really deep. Seen it. Oh, my God. <gasps> Wait, don't, yeah. go down, don't go down the hole. Save, save. Don't go down the hole. Don't do it. Keep him. We're talking yeah. about in the car. Um, <laughs> but there's that. There's a there's there's our content. 
platform, mm -hmm. I think, that lives within this, too. I mean, I think there's just a lot of people that want to see more people like us doing yeah. what we do. Yes. Yeah. Um, and I definitely see a Dominant clothing line. That is That's the way inevitable. Yeah. Yes. Custom yeah. pieces, my friends. Let me tell you something. When I was I in Atlanta, I, okay, yeah. no, this is a better story. Have, was in uh, Rihanna and Blooming. I brought Rihanna to Bloomingdale's, whatever, mm -hmm. for her launch of her line. Yeah, whatever. She's standing out, you know. <laughs> I'm just saying. You see the gold facts. <laughs> Black people have video, that's what I did. Yeah. So she's on stage, and I, I have a, this jacket that I had put Black people all there on it. So all his, my There's friends like, just, just like, you know, it's, it's actually a really great jacket that mm -hmm. I like got an H&M, like keep it all the way 100, got an H&M and just put black people of beer on it. Yeah. And everybody's like, what the fuck, I've had people try to buy it off me off the street. I'm like, this is what I'm talking about. So this woman was like, excuse me, excuse me. And I'm kind of standing around stage, I'm trying to film Rihanna because I am a fan. Yeah. And she's like, excuse me, excuse me. And my friend's like, excuse me. I turn around, she's like. Where did you get that jacket from? <laughs> she's like, turn around, okay. She's like, can I take a picture of your jacket? Yeah. And then when it was over, she was like, come here, come here. So where did you get your jacket from? And I was like, oh, see, it's a real yeah. thing. And you yeah. know, she was this 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 older Latin woman who was kind of just there. And for her, nice. it just made nice. sense. Yeah. And I'm yeah. like, if I can continue to go to airports and places and just people just read it. And yeah. see it, and everybody reacts the way they want to react. But it 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 just makes them be like, oh okay, right. Yeah. That's all we do. That's all we want people to do is be like, oh okay. Yeah. And then to go online and to get your right. And then I was like, yours. go to dopendink.com. Yeah. yeah, there you go. At dink on Instagram. <laughs> or all the tanks. Or Hashtag all the black tanks. people of beer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what about you guys? Same question. Well, I guess I was. Me and Scotty had the same goal. The original thing we wanted to own a brewery too. Mm. The more I talk to breweries, the less I want to own one because that shit is <laughs> fucked up. So we're trying to get money yeah. elsewhere yeah. to then do it. And I want to do that neighborhood model, kind of like the Monkish Bellwoods kind of model, where like you bring yeah. people to the place and you sell out of the tap room and mm. that type of thing. And I want to have like fire ass shit where you can mm -hmm. have lines. But that's like the long term goal because um, I can do that when I'm old, right? Like music and all this other stuff. Like yeah. you can't really uh, do it now. Right. But like. I don't know. I always just want to say I want to be the biggest craft beer media in the world because I want to and make you want it like, like a spread network. craft beer everywhere. Like we everywhere. want to be involved in hitting that next percentage. Like nice. going to that, we want to be there when craft beer hits like twenty percent and thirty percent. Mm. Yeah, which and is why that, we like, have the mark. We use social media in the end. We have the marketing angle and like idea, which is why we have a lot of breweries as clients as well. Right. Because our whole thing is like craft beer is just like. You guys are having the issue where some people are like, they don't see the value in marketing, mm -hmm. perhaps. Whether it be in certain neighborhoods or just in general, we yeah. want to be the ones that are like, no, you need to, because this is how we're going to make the big dent. Mm -hmm. yeah, like, there's yeah. a lot of people pouring money into it. Let's be the ones to help you yeah. crack that market. So, technically, being we're working from all a craft sides, yeah. media empire in the end. As in, we, we can help breweries. Yeah. We can, we're spreading the word. And I like, yeah. and I, I, I say, when I say this about us, I say it about you too. I feel like the way that we represent beer mm -hmm. is how beer is supposed to be represented. Yeah. There's, yeah. there's a passion for that is yeah. for the people, for everybody. For everyone. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, it's just, and represent it in the proper way. There's none of this pretentious bullshit. Mm -hmm. Like, what we do is put beer in front of the average person like Tiff was saying before like that's who we're going after we're not going after the hipster beater guy because he already likes beer mm -hmm. like, yeah. he's good the yeah. guy who's lining up <laughs> he's, this, he's good right. we're going yeah. for the coolest light drink is yeah. to be like hey it's okay you don't 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 be nervous <laughs> yeah, stop it you yeah. might look like me you exactly might look like that. you like, like, come like <laughs> do, do, you need, do you need to take off from it? I'll tell you a yeah. secret. This episode's going to be called, you need to take a question mark. 
I'm gonna call Black. I'm not the only person that says it. People no, I love that you said that. I was just like, yes. Yeah, okay. like, good as much as us. I gotta go piss. Yeah. Please. Please. So you look all like tinkles. It's not the same. Yeah. But I love that how we're all doing it. I think this is yeah. such a really cool like synergy between what we're all doing. Absolutely. And I wish there were. I feel like there are more people now. We start. We know a few other people, oh, a few YouTubers. Yeah. Like shout out to have some bros. I got a, a bunch of dudes, of course. We all know on um, Instagram, of course, a bunch of Instagrammers leading the way, and I think they're all cool. I just feel like it. Like what we are doing because it's multi-channel. Mm-hmm. Like that's where the power is. Yeah, we're trying to get you at all angles. Like, yeah, get you everywhere. Yeah, yeah. 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 When I say power, not in like control, yeah. but like. Like we're hitting more people. That's yeah. the power of it, and the power of the message, and that we can put it across in a way that's like palatable to people. Mm-hmm. Right. Most craft beer messaging right. isn't palatable, and, and that's where they're letting themselves down. Like whether mm-hmm. that's the breweries, whether that's the other media, and they, this little circle jerk type of thing. Like that's not helping anybody. Like do that if you like on Twitter and go do your little shit. Like I've never heard anybody else use circle jerk in a well. very long time. I, 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 I use circle jerk. <laughs> really? Apparently, circle jerk is coming back. Yeah, I feel like I'm, it's not. We don't say it. It's weird that I visualize circle jerk. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's why I thought too. I was like, oh, circle jerk. Yeah. Wonder if anyone actually does that. Like, who's ever like someone had? There had to be like one epic circle circle jerk. You know, there had to be like one. Yeah, there's definitely people. Like, all right, guys, have you seen the game? You know, the game with soggy biscuit. Oh really? I'm not talking about this on the podcast. Now. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, so anyway, a bunch of dudes. Awful. The last one who finishes oh, yeah, yeah. has to eat the biscuit. Yeah, yeah, I heard. Uh, that, oh, well, they that, well, yeah, 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 it's called like, like uh, cream the cookie. Is another cookie. one. That's, that's the one. Sorry, disgusting. I call it biscuit. There's Isn't nothing, that gross? Yeah. There's nothing about that. There's not <laughs> this, one. Why would you play that? This, this podcast. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, but that's, that's some white people shit. Black people are not. Yeah, I think it is. Yeah. <laughs> There's never gonna be a black people love cream to cookie. No, but yeah. circle jerking yeah. and we're not eating yeah. cream to biscuits. No. It's just not. Cream to that note, lightning round. Uh, first question Guilty pleasure beer. So a beer you'd be embarrassed to admit to your fellow beer nerds that you enjoy. Or. Alcoholic beverage. Yes, our friend at uh, shout out to Evan at uh, Five Star. <laughs> yes. He said smell off ice. ice. Oh god! All ice. right, he had the best apple, answers. Apple um, cider. The what is it? Cider. What is it? Um, That's not horrible. It's not. Imp- but you're embarrassed to admit it's it. Not too. impressive. Like <laughs> apple cider. It's like guilty alcoholic pleasure. Apple cider. Yeah, alcoholic apple cider. That sounds really nice. It's very refreshing. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> it's Thank very, you. It's very refreshing. <laughs> Um, I, I think Did I've given mine. Every episode, um, I, I, I think I've been pretty consistent with going back and forth. Guilty pleasure, uh, you know. I'll, I'll stick to the ballpark beer. Um, yeah. I, I think that is one of my favorite things to do is to get the ballpark beer and the baseball stadium. So, for example, if I'm uh, in a Colorado Rocky stadium, I'm probably gonna have a Coors. So, Ugh, gross. I know. But but not when you're I don't know. It's a weird thing. When you're there, I mean again. <laughs> guilt. Thanks. Yeah, there's, there's a, a guilt. There's a guilt coming well, down. Guilty. Pleasure happening. Right. Yeah. yeah. Guilty pleasure. Babe. Makes sense, Tiff. Uh I would say Heineken. I wouldn't want to admit to everybody that I'm drinking in the craft beer community, but yeah. I drink Heineken's because every Jamaican barbecue always has Heineken's <laughs> on deck Heineken. without yeah. question. Yeah. Speaking my of my dad that. just endlessly drinks Heineken. Yes, my mom. Your mother is such a Shouts to Clover. She's the best. 
She has started buying craft beer. We've got her into craft beer. She gets us up. There's this one from Quebec. You know Unibrew. You've seen that probably around. U-N-I-B-R-O-U-E. Yes. We have the big dogs. So they have this one called Blanche de Chambly. It's like a a wheat beer. Okay. Like super highly carbonated and stuff. So we started showing her that when we come from Montreal. And she's like, hey, can you guys get me out of there? Oh, she's making it like a deal. uh, Even the other day, because our client lost craft, he kind of like outfits us with beers. And we were like, uh, we always had beers in her fridge. And then she called us the other day and she was like, "Uh, my beers are uh, low here. So can you bring me some lost craft? That sounds like my mom. And like before, so now she's like giving it to her friends when they come over and just trying to text us. I'm like, if you can convert these to make it, like, that is like a Seriously. It is. And this is also why we love Lost Craft so much. In the end, is that was his main thing. He wanted to make something that was so, like, non offensive, but, like, it's so easy, like, all the beers that you generally know, easy transition. Out of Mini One Brewery. Yeah, beer. You can borrow that. I like that. Yeah, you thank, you. thank you. To make we'll, take that one. we'll take that one. Got this. Beer you would decline under any circumstances. So you went to a barbecue, you didn't bring monkish, and you're like, and they offer you something, and you're like, yeah, I'll take an apple cider alcoholic. Thank you. Any old school malt liquor, any malt liquor. Psh, yeah, Ant Man. Hands down. I'll yeah. drink water. The whole I, whatever else. I'll drink Smirnoff Ice. Ugh, no, old yeah, that's real. Over old I still haven't done that for my for the blog. I always I did like Sun Eyes. I think I did. Uh, you did Max Ice. And what's that other shit one? Cold Forty Five. Cold yeah, Forty Five. Mickey's yeah. so much trash. Oh, I think you did Mickey's too. Yeah. I didn't know that was Molly. Is it? Yeah, no, it is. Yeah, he's into it. Yeah, old is tragic. Old tragic for sure. Old uh, decline. Coors Banquet or Miller Lite. Well, yeah, Miller's like trash. They're just trash. trash. So garbage. What about you, man? PBR. Disgusting. Dying fire. PBR, burn the <laughs> the, the, burn the, the same the same company that owns Old English, Saint Ives, and yeah. most what PBR? PBR? Yeah. Yep, that's oh, the trash. Uh, yeah. but, but 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 again, and, and think about that. And and this is a company that has made their living with exploiting like, very very poor mm-hmm. people that have a lack of exposure to things, yeah. to other things, to yeah. premium things. Mm-hmm. So, in my yeah. opinion, it's just Because even the sides, just a sidestep a little bit, or not a sidestep, just a little, a little bit. Just a little bit. You With the, like. the gentleman we spoke to yesterday, the Asian man that we're speaking to at uh, Monkish, was like, well, you know, like, we're offered, that's why it's probably in the communities and probably in the stores because, like, they don't have the money to afford, like, craft beer, and that's why it's there. And it's like, no, like, actually, black no. people have a very large purchasing power. Mm. That's one thing to consider as well, but also that they just don't have the option, so they don't know. Do you know and I was trying to liken it. I'm like, yeah. if you look at somebody like Rihanna, she released a line that had 50, uh, 50 sure shades, yeah. right? And really bro. pushed the shades yeah. on the dark side, and then they sold out, and everybody's like, oh, whoa, black people wanted this? Whoa, like, whoa, whoa, oh whoa, my whoa, gosh. Whoa. Black people right? want right? their makeup own that matches our skin color? Yeah. Yeah. Then she did that, didn't like Kylie the next day, because we have makeup clients. Come out with new shades. Come out with new shades. Sorry, I actually do pay attention to makeup shades. Fascinating. The makeup people, by the way, for business reasons, watch what they do. The makeup influencers on YouTube. Yeah, we watch them. They're fascinating. I watch all, I watch their vlogs, I know all these chicks. So it's good, right? Yeah, it looks, it's a nice concealer that I'm rocking now. I, I, I can see that. I can see the highlights popping. You know what I mean? Your T zone looks amazing. You know T zone? I knew about that recently. I see now everyone's scrambling. And everyone's scrambling because the power was there. They exist. The money was there. Yeah. 
Um, yes, I know what a fucking T zone is. You know what the T zone is? Oh wow, nice. I live in California. What's the T zone, Benny? Come on, oh the T zone for sure. T zone, come on. Um, but that's like to say, like everyone who lives <laughs> in a certain, they're basically saying everyone yeah. who lives in that area is probably poor, so they but don't. But coffee isn't always expensive. They're not no, always yeah. this. Yeah. It's not like yeah. six, seven dollars a can always. Yeah. Like this is exceptional. But, but you can get a six pack of Firestone Walker. You know what I'm saying? For a well, reasonable smoke place. Or about to like bottle their pills. Uh, uh, yes. like, Exposure is everything. The mind stretching a new idea can never return to its original dimension. There you go. I tweeted that um. yesterday because of you. <laughs> there it is. You're a fucking genius. <laughs> Favorite beer style? Hazy. Oh, Good girl, yes. Everything is haze. Hell yeah! Finish with your verse, by the way. Yes, I'm one. Yes, and yeah. mosaic. I need you should that. hear his verse. It's really. I know good. he sent the thing. It's sick. Did you play? Did you play it wrong? Yeah, I he did. sent it to me on text. Super so, dude. I was yeah. like, I was amazing. I'm not surprised. I was like, wow. I like, 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 it's wonderful, isn't it? Yep. Yeah. West yeah. Coast Double IPA. All day. All day. Which words? Oh, oh mom sends you. Uh, uh, double IPA. Yeah. All right. West Coast Hazy. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Hazy. Hazy. Yeah. So do you like the double Northeast IPA? Probably yes. double. Or do you like the double West Coast, like the, the more bitter one? Northeast. Because you can still like Northeast, the Northeast, probably. More so Yeah. The Hazy IPA is everything. Sure you. Yeah. Yeah, easy ideas. Northeast in general, whatever, yeah. New England. Like, I like double, I like them, I like meeting 8%. I like them lower because I get fucked up too easy. <laughs> and I want to drink more. So we've so seen. seen. So we've seen. <laughs> like, I'm keeping it in case Sweet Buddha. Oh my God. Least favorite. Beer style. Sorry. Oh, stout. <laughs> yeah. Straight away. Not even a question. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> no. What about like a 5% Irish dry stout as yeah, opposed nothing to a 12%? Period. period. It's oh, gross. Damn, there it is. Damn. I know. Barrel Sorry. programs. It's know. beautiful to say. Tall, Target dark, baby. and she ain't gonna drink it. Nope. What are you doing? Ooh, least style, least favorite style. Um, it's hard because I used to say sours because of the mild allergic reaction that I have. But um, she's actually quite funny. Yeah, I'm sorry to laugh. Yeah, my nose sweats. Hilarious. But on the outside, a little. It's weird. Reaction. Weirdo. Um, <laughs> style that I don't like or that I like the least. Yeah. Um, you know, the funny thing is, I have to go with Benny. I am not the biggest Imperial Stout guy anymore. Yeah. I used to be there. I used to love... Do you just get a stout from uh, Firestone? That's what you are? No, no, no. That's actually an Imperial Porter. Oh, my God. Or Brown Ale, excuse me. Okay, my, my yeah, apologize. yeah. Um, but, man, I don't, my body just doesn't react to him. Doesn't the same yeah. Oh, man, my body's like... Fuck you, dude. <laughs> I mean, like one one pint of an imperial barrel age. Don't get me wrong. I appreciate you shouldn't the have any hell more, out like, of four to eight ounces. Anyway, oh man, this is my body. Is just like fuck you, dude. Yeah, and, yeah. and you end up like me. Not even like that. It's just like I just that next <laughs> it's morning. Yeah. It's like you know that Dumb and Dumber scene where a dude is shitting on the toilet. Oh no. Like oh, yeah, that's God. me. That's a- yeah. No, no <laughs> Legs shivering. That's your mate. Your mate. That's, yeah. oh, that's no. a whole other thing. Ask your boy about your mate. Yeah. You try and put someone. Well, you try to push off a friend onto someone else. We just say that's your boy. Same thing. Your mate. Your mate. But but but, but it's weird. It's not my least favorite. But it wouldn't be the first thing that I go to anymore. Gotcha. That's fair. 
Babe? Uh, smoky whatever beers. Oh, beers Roush, that have like Roush the bacon. Beers. Yeah, yeah. those gross. So gross too. So yeah, disgusting. they're not the greatest. Yeah. Barley wine. Like, why do you want bacon greasy? Oh, you're not a barley wine dude. Yeah, I agree. No. Yeah. I, I respect them once again. It's high ABV and it's just sweet and malty. It's too like, ugh. like I've had, I've drank them like we did a podcast and they like pulled the nail out, let us drink it from a cognac barrel. That was mm. fine. I was fucked up though. <laughs> of course, as I always. Fucking you didn't get to see the detail in his eyes rolling back. That was that was, was pretty amazing. Man, beer kills me sometimes. Desert Island beer. So you're drinking it over and over. Something like you would want to crush on the reg forever. Yeah, <laughs> I like, have an answer. Yeah, yeah, for me, uh, one up from Highland Park. One up from Highland Park. Double IPA, Mosaic, single hop IPA. It's freaking beautiful. Right. Nice. It's, it's nothing. Yeah, it's, I like that one. You actually gonna say nothing? I get fucked up that? really fast on beer. Fair. Okay, so here's my philosophy. Quick, break it down, Benny. Break down your philosophy. I the philosophy of Benny. I went to all black college. Spelman, what up? Right. Holla. So black people, again, we don't really drink beer. Like mm-hmm. when you go to college and you really first kind of get into beer and you do that frat life and you pop a keg and you do cake stands and all that shit yeah. and beer pump, we don't, we, black people don't, we don't do that. I didn't experience that in Howard either. We yeah. drink hunch punch yeah. and real liquor and you know, I, I, yeah. right. So yeah. I honestly believe you build a tolerance for beer. And in, for me, I could drink a bottle of Patron and be fine and have like two beers. And I'm like, what is happening? Yeah. What's going on? So, kind of like, see. Yeah. So I can't, I can't <laughs> drink a lot of beer. Right. Because I get, I get like fucked up. Yeah. I'll, I'll definitely get fucked up. That's a good point. Yeah. You do be able to talk. So it is, right? Like, yeah. beer is strong. Like, I'm not crazy, right? Like, beer no, no. is. Especially if you drink, yes. Right. Yeah. And I've yeah. noticed the more of this stuff I'm drinking, I yeah. was, I'm the lightest of lightweights, and mm-hmm. the more I'm drinking, I'm building up a tolerance I never used to have. I'm just throwing them back once right. I eat properly. But yeah, I totally feel you. I'm at liquor. My tolerance is freaking huge. I don't get hangovers anymore. Not off a beer. I don't, I, I, you don't even I, get drunk I, off a of beer, really. Not, not, yeah. not really. It takes I mean, me a lot to get drunk off beer, but I think I get full before I get tired of drinking the beer before yeah. I can get yeah. drunk or something like that. Well, I've gotten better about transitioning to beers that will allow me to drink longer. Yeah. You know, like, for example, when we were at Smog City, I knew, I'm like, you know what? I'm, I'm when I'm driving, so I, I'm going to cut myself off. But for my second beer, I'm not even going to go with anything close to a six or a, mm, even yeah. a five percent. I would like my, my second beer, my last beer there was like a four and a half. Yeah. But but I understood the flavor profile enough to go, okay, I'm gonna enjoy it more than a session IPA, which are shit. That's the yeah. worst fucking beer. I fucking hate session IPAs. It's like drinking a pretty empty box. It's just oh. hollow. It's 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 they don't always, but I feel you. Fuck that. Yeah. Session IPA. Give me an. If I want an IPA, give me an IPA. Yeah. <laughs> it should be six minimum. Mm-hmm. Right. Percent. Mm-hmm. Session tell IPA. Them. I will tell you. There's one exception. Uh, Kip at LAL Works and Lloyd. Um, they um, they put rye into their their uh, their their grain bill, and I think what that does is it gives a little bit more body that wouldn't be there otherwise. So. Mm-hmm. Their session is, I can deal with it, but... Oh, a little more balls in session. Yeah. Please. I feel that. Freaking stupid. <laughs> Desert Island Beer. Yeah, I never really thought about it of all the times that we've what's asked your, What's people. your fave thing? 
probably like, could you crush like eight, nine percent beers? Like, I'm saying he's gonna be crushing a nine percent beer. That's what I'm saying. You should know what am I always drinking? Like, like in the end, I'm like, is it a red stripe? Because I'm just gonna take it back to the roots and live like that. Hey, that's that's, that's, that's and why? Because I've sat on beaches and I was about to say, it's probably red stripe. Because you just like, yeah, yeah, and it's just like it goes down like water. Goes down easy, and you're just chilling. Oh, it's like Corona has all their commercials on the beach. It's easy to just yeah. But see, how much of that is conditioning though? How much is that? I mean, because again, the the, the, the number yeah. one place for drinking um, Guinness is not Ireland, it's yeah. South Africa. Yeah. And that's one, a product of colonialism, yeah. and two, mm-hmm. some hell of a good marketing yeah. Yeah. to that area and, and people though. wanting to feel the nostalgia of being home. Yeah. You know, so, you know, again, I think that's almost yeah. a case in point why people of color, black and Mexican, drink Corona, drink MGD, drink all that because they've been. Drilled into their mind <laughs> that you are not Mexican <laughs> if you aren't drinking Corona. Yeah. You're not Mexican if you're not drinking Tecate. And you are not Jamaican unless you're drinking Red Stripe. Yeah. So it's like. Sorry, not to diminish that. that no, but it's true. It's true. Though, and you know, but like Red Stripe feels like home in a way, I guess. I just, yeah. You're so Yeah. Nice. Yeah. yeah. What about you, brother? I was just trying to think about it before. You used to say Hedy Topper, but now Hedy's like, so what do you do? They're going through it, so. So, like, probably Jatsu from Bellwoods. Like, I can drink that shit all day. I can't wait to crack that open. It's fire. I'm looking forward to it. Oh, my God, it's fire. Ooh, wow. Okay, yeah, fuck it. Okay, all right. (laughs) All right. Uh, Beer trend predictions. Is that something we should even go or not even go there? It's kind of irrelevant. Yeah. Uh, Favorite up and coming breweries? Who do you think is the coolest <laughs> out, of, out of everybody? We, <laughs> oh, just no, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, who just who just do you think up. out of the people? Because I think that would probably be your your litmus test for if they're good or if they're bad. Is the people like who do you think is special? Like from from a relationship standpoint. Special. Hmm. Yeah, who's cool? Who do you like? This is a. Like oh, just like yeah, like who are your favorite breweries? Like whether whether it's because of the people or because of the beer or potentially a combination. If you wanted to know something, mm-hmm. and, and I'm trying not to push I mean, you in the right direction because yeah. I feel her, but I, but if you wanted to know something about beer, and you could text or email someone, who do you think will respond to you? With, with oh okay, duh, Dry River, Dry yeah. River right now to me, and you guys, you you went yeah yeah, yeah. okay yeah. so. That is the sexiest fucking brewery yeah, I think beautiful. I've ever been to. Nice. There's the 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 mixture of the metal with the wood and the, you know I don't you know on on our event you know we're gonna do this whole Afro Cuban like you gotta get in there when the candles are lit and the music yeah. is fucking blaring loud and you're, it's, you're in this small kind of tight space yeah having a beer you'll feel it on like this weekend like yeah like that place and they have sours and I'm getting like I'm getting better with my sours but. Good. I feel like a lot of people that are coming to our event this weekend, going there is going to mm-hmm. be the thing that's going to change. Nice. Like, they're not going to expect that. Of Sick. all of the places we're mm-hmm. going, that is going to be the kind of like, whoa, I, this yeah. is like a whole other thing that I would have never thought of in a brewery. Yeah, our, I think our crawl was built specifically yeah. for that. Like, the first stop is going to be like more of your traditional, mm-hmm. like, kind of showy, you know, well-funded kind of brewery. The next one is a little bit more scrappy. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the first one being Boomtown. Um, you can say it'll come you out. You can say it's Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I just thought about great. that. The event was yeah. sick. 
Yeah, yeah. yeah. Best you know, time. It's fucking and, incredible. Still hungover. And, and um, you know, the, the team, Chewy, you know, the, the only black brewer, Sam, what up, homie, um, in Los Angeles, the only black master brewer in in. Southern California that I know of. Um, and then we'll be going to Mumford. Uh, that'll be a, a little bit more of a modern twist. Um, you know, and, and the theme of it is still kind of hip-hop for the most part because that's the background of Todd and, and Peter and uh, Tien. Um, and then the next spot is going to be Dry River, which yeah. is very warm and mm. everything is handmade and, yeah, the, and right. the theme is Afro-Cuban. So yeah. you get that they yeah. light candles, they burn uh, and man, man, it's just I mean the vibe of it is oh, freaking he bark he has um, this scented bark yeah, well, yeah, I can't remember the name of it because someone else and then the last spot is Indy and Indy Brewing uh, Connor Morgan like James cheers. Breeze um, you know Naga and Zue my girl uh, um, uh, you know Indy is scrappy and they really said, you know what, we are going to become the community and the community will become us. Mm -hmm. And it feels that way. It feels natural and organic. I mean, they were serving out of a kegerator for like fucking a year damn near before yeah. they could afford a cold room. Right. You know, because every every pint that they poured, all the money, they put right back into the brewery. Yeah. When they got a little bit of, you know, you know, four or five extra grand, they got some more stainless steel. They got 10 extra grand, they got a new cold room. They just kept pouring it in and... It just feels good, you know, yeah. and that's that's where we're gonna end, um, you know, our anniversary crawl, which oh, yeah. technically will be um, our, you know, our first anniversary of Doping Day. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. You know, love so it. it's very I love it. Any of those breweries, your so like like Dry River is your favorite. So your so, favorite? so mine my, my with the question was favorite up and coming or favorite brewery like whatever. Up well, and coming well, is technically the question. Well, 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 well no, up and coming, and, I, and I've said it a few times already, homage in Pomona, California. I think uh, Lauren, uh, Matt, Garcia, mm -hmm. uh, they're doing some special stuff. Um, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm hoping for the expansion soon, but they're just this real uh, phenomenal small little brewery. Hashtag Linden Moon. That's their little daughter. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, I mean, and, and I met them the same time, the same time I met Lauren and Matt, was the same time I met Kip, which is the owner of one of the owners of LAL Works, who gave me a first opportunity to work in craft beer. Um, you know, I met uh, David Walker, Firestone Walker there. Um, and I met probably some of my closest friends in craft beer at this one event, you know, um, to include Matt and Lauren from Homage. Their, yeah. their sour program, you know, the, I mean, their, the hazies. They're, they are they're special that's sick yeah I love it Lost Craft ooh yeah ooh. All right. All well, right. in the end they're the ones like getting <laughs> beer into the hands of people who traditionally would not drink beer yeah. mm. One, what are they doing and that don't look like the people who traditionally drink nice. beer yes he like we've worked with him as well to do this but like we specifically targeted people who had more interest than just like craft, craft beer who were trying to get Get I always say like it's like it's like the Detroit, the Toronto beer. It's got a very sexy. Yeah, brand. we, like we treat it as the Toronto crowd, beer, which is like which everyone. Is so he's from Scarborough, which is known as like a more heavier like um, brown. So brown, we say Sri Lankan, like Sri Lankan and black area, mm -hmm. and like 
making sure that all the people all the people around him are drinking craft beer right. and just like easing cool them beer. in so that they right. can start getting used to buying cans that they weren't used to so they were drinking his to kind of be like oh cool let's support this brand who's like reaching out to us and going to events like he does really cool events that like anyone wants to attend and, right like, really cool apparel brands and partners with oh, really good people yeah, um yeah. he's yeah. awesome so like i love that and now i see like just every type of person drinking lost craft because cool. it's approachable because it's, it's approachable nothing's over five yeah. percent yeah, got a red. Uh, it's like LAL works, Los Angeles yeah. works. Yeah. Very much. yeah, and I think it's really important that mm-hmm. movies like that agree. Like yeah. it's very approachable. A Kolsch, a pale, and mm-hmm. red. Yeah. yeah, that's it so far. A few little collabs here and there, but like mm-hmm. real simple, yeah. very attractive. Everything about it slays. Yeah, it's fantastic. Love yeah. it. Um, shout out to Shahan. Mine would be foam in Vermont, Burlington, Vermont. You said foam. F O A M. So fire. I, I mean, we went there twice this summer and then I hadn't uh, discovered them. People kept telling me about them. They had this beautiful patio on Lake Champlain. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's it's insane. And all their shit, like they got like wicked, mm-hmm. mostly hazy stuff, which is, you know, that's what's up. But they also have like some sours and gozes and things. And like mm-hmm. they have a sister brewery called House of Fermentology, which I believe does like the real serious sours and stuff. And right. I haven't been there yet, but all the foam stuff is out of control. So let me ask you something that, and I don't think. You mentioned it. Um, Australia has a phenomenal, like, hot varietals there. Mm-hmm. But you haven't really mentioned any strong Aussie beers or breweries. Yes. Um, is there a reason for that? Are, are they still developing or are they all shit? I mean, what? Yeah, I've been awesome. to get them. Mm. We went yeah. back last year for the first time. Uh, yeah, that was in July. In July, so it was uh, it was like a death in the family. So it was a, mm. not a fun trip. But mm-hmm. I managed to get in. I drank. Like, I think I reviewed like 120 beers. But I didn't know the <laughs> thing was, and people yeah. were saying to me, the mm-hmm. craft beer nerds. You didn't have time to work. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, a lot of beer. I split it with my brother. <laughs> <laughs> it was a month, yeah, and we split it with my brother. Yeah. Oh, so okay, like, like, we took the phone yeah. right? But uh, they, I didn't know what I was doing. I had no guidance. I had no one else that I knew there that was able to tell me what to get. Right. Mm-hmm. And I just grabbed stuff from the different liquor stores and supermarket, wherever. And some people were commenting, like, what are you drinking that, bro? I'm like, I don't fucking know. Like, I just saw it there. I don't know where else to get stuff from. Mm-hmm. I haven't been home for six years. Like, get mm-hmm. off my ass. Yeah. So yeah. now I, I've stayed. We interviewed three breweries there. Uh, everything was super solid. This was before. See, if I went back after I discovered the hazy stuff, mm-hmm. I would have been a problem. Tra- problem. I would have been, tra- been so upset. They're I'm focused glad. on like golden nails. They're really mm. just trying they're, to get people in. Like they're yeah. really They're doing the haze start. now because yeah. I, I signed up nice. to all these different websites to get the uh, the email newsletter so I can right. follow them. Even if I don't know what the hell they're talking about, I just skim through them. Ah, they're doing hazy naughty stuff. Keep right. valid, blah, blah, blah. So I'm just like, I'm dead, I'm dead ass. I'm keeping an eye on it. Yeah. So I'm trying to figure it out. So we go back and we're going to Maybe January or months. something. Yeah, January. So I'll, uh, I'm going to check it then. But mm-hmm. it's not because I think anyone's bad. It was just mm-hmm. a lack of exposure. And you can't get, like, it's you can't ship beer internationally yeah. without, like, some sort of yeah. export license. So right. there's no other way for me to get it aside from go there or have Aussies come and bring me stuff, which hasn't happened. So, yeah. yeah not, not for many other reason. But I'm really looking forward to it, though. Duly noted. Um, is your favorite beer city, destination, or country? Like a place to go for beer? Nothing? Vermont. Nice. I was gonna say for month too. You already know where I'm coming with. LA. <laughs> LA. I love my so, city. Yeah. So by default, you say LA. I love my New York city. beer is like your beer. New York beer is great. Next level. New, New York yeah. beer is shit. Oh yeah, New York beer is great. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I haven't had as much as I probably want to, but I know that like Brooklyn is like hands down. Yeah, Brooklyn's Brooklyn's just other have Greenpoint. Yeah. yeah. Have you had Greenpoint yet? I have not. I shit, dude. They. There's a couple of breweries that are popping up, and yeah, maybe I should have called this out. Finback? Yes, Finback, but but like I just had two 
beers from Greenpoint in Brooklyn. Oh, man. Fire it. And uh, LIC. Oh, Long Island, yeah, um, City. Man. I want to try them too. I wasn't enough time. Mm. There's so much fire just in that little area. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, underrated style brewery, city or country? Mm. <coughs> that yeah. doesn't get us props. What, what, what you like saying it? What, uh, what the, 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 the place. What's the place? Tell me the, the place. What's the place? <laughs> you have to go in land. Oh, inland empire. Ridiculous. There's not a place called Empire. It's like a TV show, you ridiculous person. It's Inland Empire. All, 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 the, homies, all the homies in the IE. 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 Um, I, I think it's an up and coming region. Um, I'm not sure people are even familiar with, you know, cities like San Bernardino or mm-hmm. Ontario or, you know, Riverside, you know, places like this. Uh, but, but I think, you know, like, Homage is like right on the cusp of the Inland Empire, right. um, so that they're kind of a you kind of a, a, a point yeah. of reference. Um, but yeah, I think some special beers are going to start coming out of here. Yeah, right. Inland Empire. You don't have anything, <laughs> babe? Underrated place? Mm, I don't know what's underrated. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know. I can't yeah. even think of anything off top that's underrated. Maybe Ottawa. I feel like Ottawa and Canada. Yeah, actually, Ottawa probably wouldn't get enough love. Ottawa's the Washington DC. Incredible it's the capital. Yeah. I have like a, I have like a different answer. Like if I went to sleep, I'm probably gonna lay my head down and think I'm of like, 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 oh my god, <laughs> I totally <laughs> forgot Kim about yeah. Wichita, <laughs> Kansas. Oh my god, that beer. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a lot. It's hard to do. Best. There's only a couple more. Best beer you ever drank in your life. Hmm. And it could be like situational. Oh, so. you know what was a really fucking good at mm. the. Oh damn! Uh, the, the festival. The festival that was the hard, the rarest beers. Oh shit! And I yeah. had that one, and you were like, "Yo, this shit." It was Bottle Logic. Yeah. It was the Imperial Red. So fucking yeah. good. It is. Oh, and I, so uh, good. I don't remember Logic. the name, and I so but it's the Bottle Logic Imperial Red. It's it was old too. It was like amazing. it's kind of aged, wasn't it? It, 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 it barrel aged one. Aged yeah. enough. It's barrel so aged. Interesting good. that you like that, but hate stout. So that's kind of like I know not too dis- it was dissimilar weird. flavor profile. It was really I good. Shouts to Bottle Logic. Yeah, well, well, well played. I, I, mean, you know, little... I did this. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I don't do this. <laughs> I, 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 I don't do this. I, I, I got to call that beer out. So you guys give your answers as, right. I, as I look that up real quick. Best beer I've drank in life. I think the first time I had Westwood Terry in 12 is like when I Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, and I was like, was oh my best. gosh, this what is, is incredible. Westwood right. West Terry in 12. I don't know, we say Westwood Terry, I've heard people say West Veteran, the Belgian, like, uh, tra- um, Trappist. Um, yeah, they're made by, like, Trappist monks. Um, mm. It's like for, and like you just can't get yeah. them. Yeah, it's like for a, like, forty dollar bottle, bottle the same size like as like a Coke bottle, yeah. like a three thirty yeah. milliliter. Yeah. Really good. Yeah, yeah, it's, it was disgusting. And like, that was incredible. I remember yeah. being like so it was overwhelmed. Like, the flavors were changing and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, it was, it was like great. I never experienced anything such like that. a complex flavor profile. Then, was so interesting. Yeah, yeah. We had them recently, and it wasn't fire anymore. But we weren't having the when we were having like the authentic ones from like yeah, we had that was different. Yeah, yeah. Man, I feel I know I'm gonna pronounce this wrong, but it's Hordrick. Did I pronounce it? I'd go with that. Hordrick. Hordrick Red Ale. All right. It's their barrel-aged Imperial Imperial Red Ale. I like that. And it is... It's so good. It is... It's really good. It's fire. I remember... Yeah. Anyway. That's good. Anyway. Okay. Last question. Uh, Death Row beer slash meal pairing. So... uh, Desert Island was the one you drink over and over. This is like your last final one. And what would you pair it with? 
You know, I'm going to be even more specific with my Pliny. I think I would love to have like two pints of bright tank Pliny. Okay. What? And, and no food? Oh, oh you have to pay with it. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, no, a bone in ribeye. That's, you know, medium, no, just under right. medium. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Without a doubt. Tomato salad, tomato, yeah. basil. Bit of fennel. A little, little bit of butt. I'm so hungry. Me too. I'm like starving. I'm fucking starving. I'm Jesus. dying too. Um, Is it, are we going to miss food? Oh, shit. Let's find out. Um, do you have one? Um, you know, I don't. I would I would just say a really good hazy, probably from Mumford, because that's when I first kind of was introduced to hazy. And nice. in terms of food, Mumford or Muckish? I like Mumford's, Mumford. Yeah, that's I like right. Mumford's yeah. hazy. They're okay. they That was the first time I really I, I, had you're hazy, right, you're right, yeah. and their hazy is really fucking good. It is. Yeah. It is pretty it good. It is really fucking but, good. But Peter is like a scientist. Yeah, you know like I mean? their shit's he really a, good. He, he has a background as, as you know. He went to school. Yeah. Uh, to you know, study essentially the proteins that you know oh, people like make in like wine making. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, so you know, dude, that's the process. God, I want Indian food right now. Indian food would be good. My answer is just not gonna be right. It's just because you based hungry, on right? what I want at this very moment. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's <laughs> based on what I want right, right now. now. And apple pie. Right now. And apple pie. Ooh, vanilla ice cream. Ooh. Caramel sauce. <laughs> being fat girl right now. No, I, I'm. It's Murphy. Fat girl dreams. How we roll. <laughs> I love how you say we. Well done. Yeah, that. Oh, I'm totally feeling exactly the same way. stuff. I can eat everything. So hungry. Everything. Um, death row. Uh, double IPA and oxtail. Yes. Oh, yes. Oh, my God. I changed my answer. Yeah. Oxtail rice. Oxtail rice. You keep saying the right things. Yeah. Definitely copycatting her. Yeah. Oxtail. But it has to be cool. No, said oxtail. Oh, hell yeah. With the rice and peas. Nah, it's probably still taking coleslaw. And coleslaw. And Yeah. Give me festival bread. I'll take me some festival. Fry that shit up. And maybe even put some aki and saltfish on the side, little thing there. That's your big Yeah, I'll take it. Like I said, my best friend, I know, we love one Because it's funny. Yeah. The family, there's still a place I could go to get the food, the Jamaican food that I grew up eating. Yeah. Auntie Dale. My best friend Homer's. Aunt right. still cooks right off of Pico. She so like Pico good. on the bread. She cook right now. She cook her right now though. <laughs> I wish she was she, cooking right she's now. She's at the home watching her stories probably. Yeah, that would be surprised. Um, that was the last question, guys. That was amazing. Yay. Thank you so much. Yeah, we did it finally. We done went through <laughs> batteries <laughs> in this piece. Oh yeah, we yeah, got we through went, memory cards. We, went memory card we trashed it all. Yeah, we fuck that shit up. That's what we do. I'm fucking joke out here. Man. Um, guys, thank you for everything. Really appreciate it. Proud of y'all. I think it's amazing what you're doing and you need to keep doing it. Because Likewise. it's really important work and uh, I feel like this is just the beginning of some really, really, really cool shit that we're all, at, I think we'll look back on this time and be like, damn, we got in early. Yeah. And we, yeah. And that's yes. out Tell them where to find us. But with some of Tell your friends. Tell them you. where to find us. Tell them where to find them, baby. On a yacht. <laughs> <laughs> Or oh, she just on say that. at oh, oh, that I wasn't time. sure where we were going. I didn't know like, we were recording. Give it to him. Give it to him. We still got audio. Uh, we, you can find us at dopendang.com mm-hmm. or at 
Dope and Dank on Instagram or at Dope and Dank on Twitter. Yeah. Or Dope and Dank on YouTube. Make sure you subscribe. Yeah. Like those videos. Like subscribe. Like those videos. Or you Do can find all. us at hashtag Black People Love Beer because yes. that is still where we are. Love it. There it is. Never will not be Bam. there. Yeah. Bam. Um, yeah, that was it. Thanks. I want to thank you as well for, man, for like hanging out in LA it's been wicked to finally like meet with y'all yes. and like, like, co-hosting all the podcasts it was uh, made my job it's easier. Honor, I got to like just sit back and just watch you talk and do your thing it was fantastic I got to chill the fuck out so chill fuck out and or be hungover and or be hungover today <laughs> you held me down uh, so I appreciate that um, really looking forward to seeing what else we can all do together and just slay I can't, wait to, I, can't, shit. I can't wait to roll through the six with y'all man Dude, yeah. let's Screw do well. it yeah yeah, that's gonna be honestly. That's gonna be fucking Montreal, hard. Toronto would be. That's yeah, gonna be. Stuff. I've never been to Montreal, and I'm no. dying oh, to go to Montreal. You kind of got to wait now, so like June you missed the. Oh, you know what? Fall is really nice. If you came like next week, yeah, and then June. I hear it's fucking dope. Oh, it's really good. In the winter, it's a little rough, but it's fantastic. Yeah. It's I the mean, most I'm beautiful from New York, so. Oh, so you used to it. Whatever. It's, yeah, like, it's, it's like a little whatever. more gangster than New York as far as like weather. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. minus 30 Celsius type of thing. Like yeah, it's, it's not fun for anybody. Boom. Cool. That's why we're staying. I like, like, won't get this trip so as long as possible. Like possible, yeah, for sure. I saw the weather back there. It's not pretty. Um, so, y'all, y'all rock. Uh, if you enjoyed the podcast, I guess the video is not on, but either no, way. Yeah, I. Oh, was good? Uh, give us a thumbs up on YouTube. Hit subscribe down below now. I'm pretty sure it's that side of the screen. Um, that's right. You heard. You heard. You heard her. Subscribe. Oh, oh, we throw monkeys cans around like it's nothing because that's what it is out here. Um, Bell Woods and monkeys all day, yeah. all day. Follow us social media at BAOS Podcast and of course subscribe to the long form audio Apple Podcast, Stitcher, uh, freaking TuneIn, Google Play, all that good shit. That's it, y'all. Thank you guys. Peace. Get in now. Cheers. Peace. Peace.